Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And um, what a day it is. We've got Rangers uh, baseball coming up, ALCS game two. That's exciting. We've had the Big 12 media day. We had Ray J. Dennis on the other day. He was one of the Baylor players being represented. And, uh, Aaron, I've spent probably the last hour or so just kind of watching interview after interview. West Virginia. I just saw Grant McCaslin from Texas Tech. Um, And I know you and John were going to be zeroed in on some of that as well. But uh, it's been fun to watch. And, and like, the interim coach at West Virginia – uh, was on. I wish I could remember his name. Uh, it, it's funny to me that they they had to, of course, fire Huggins, and literally every member of that coaching staff played for Huggins. Like it's not like they brought in anybody else. Maybe. And then the, the guy they brought in that played in the NBA, I think also Deshaun, uh, what's his name, played at uh, West Virginia. He's he played for Huggins. I'm pretty sure he's now on staff. And so really interesting that uh, this thing will still have Huggins written all over it as they try to move forward. But um, we move forward today, and we are major Rangers affiliate, of course, and a Cowboys affiliate. And this is uh, very exciting. And um, the lineups are out Texas Rangers have put up their lineup. In fact, I'm retweeting that as we speak. And tonight's game, which uh, first pitch at 7.03, uh, you have um, Evan Carter. It had been rumored, and I was going to look and make sure it happened. Evan Carter, who's not in the starting lineup for game two in Houston, not only is in the starting lineup, but is now in the three-hole. And so they'll go... Seeger Carter with two left-handed bats uh, up high in this lineup. Adolis Garcia batting cleanup. Jonah Heim, fifth. Garver, six. Low, seven. Josh Young, eight. And Leody Tavares hitting in the nine hole. Wow. Wow. I mean, this is... uh, this is going to be fun um, looking at kind of how everything's lined up today. In fact, some of the people listening to us right now are about to get started and head up for that game. Lucky you, if that's the case. Uh, gates open at 4.30 at, Glo- at the Globe. Uh, Rangers intros at 6.43. National Anthem happens at 6.50. That'll be done, Aaron, by the Strikeout Kings. That's a good That's a good name for a group. Uh, baseball. Ceremonial first pitch. Ian Kinsler to Derek Holland happens at 6.52. All right. And uh, if you need a lefty, 
in the World Series, I, 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 I ran into Derek at Cowboys camp, and Derek is still not completely convinced he's finished playing. All right, he's about 37 to 38 now, so you could, you could always get him involved. But uh, he's doing a lot better coming back from Tommy John, and we'll see if he pitches again. He may be done. He's trying out some radio, doing some media. First pitch, 7.03. And this, this, is, uh, this just kind of gets you ready for this evening. The roof status is closed. All right, they're going to close the roof tonight. Get uh get all the get all the noise, keep it all inside and um and then Aaron, we probably should work in some uh creed music throughout the afternoon. Just anytime you want to launch into it, that will be good because there'll be a lot uh a lot of that going. Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros. And uh, Max Scherzer, of course, uh, on the mound for the Rangers game will be on FS1 tonight on our air. Aaron, is tonight Wednesday, so that would make for the Baylor Coaches Show. And uh, you'll be able to hear that out, Rudy's. I think my man Glenn Moore's on that. I think I heard Joyce Gravano. Of course, John Morris will moderate, host that thing. And uh, anytime Glenn Moore's on anything, I'm I'm up for it. You know, I'll... I'll make a special trip over to Rudy's just to be with Coach Moore, especially if there's like free food involved. Now I don't. Not, I'm not telling you they're giving out free food. I'm just saying. Last time I was with Glenn Moore, he hooked me up in a big way with a wonderful meal out there at the on the grounds, as we like to say in the church world, dinner on the grounds. But this was at on the diamond dinner on the diamond, and Danny and the whole gang over there did an incredible job. Hoot with his great glasses was out there. And we had a wonderful time. So this will kind of be a pregame show for you. Look at us as a pregame show. And we'll take you all the way up to the 7.03 first pitch as the Rangers get ready for this. Aaron, how is John? I mean, that's going to be tough on John Morris, right? I mean, he's a big baseball guy, big Rangers guy. And he's going to be up there at Rudy's trying to do a coach's show during game three of the ALCS. Now, he's not as distractible as I am. But even even for a pro's pro like John, that's pretty difficult. Don't you think, Aaron? Yeah, it's got to be tough. But Mm -hmm. I think if anybody can get through it, it'll be John. I couldn't either. I would be too distracted. Yeah. I would be cheering every time the Rangers did something good. Will will he do live look-ins during the Coach <laughs> Baylor coaches show? I think so. <laughs> I think. Uh, what time's that show start, Aaron? I want to let everybody know that can be ready for tonight's coaches show. What time do we get that thing going? The Baylor coaches show starts tonight at seven here on ESPN Central Texas. Nice seven o'clock. Uh, our show will take you until six, and then you can turn on. Uh, you can listen to the Baylor Coaches Show if you want, or uh, certainly Fox first pitch 703 tonight with the Rangers. They're calling it the showdown at sundown. Hashtag go and take it. Aaron, has that been some kind of motto all year? I've started to notice that a lot. Is that Has that been out there all season? 
I just haven't. I, the, the playoffs now, I'm, I'm seeing that a ton. Go and take it. Is that a postseason thing, or do, have we been saying that with the Rangers all season long? You know, I'm not sure when I first noticed it. I think it may be a postseason thing. I don't remember okay. it being during the regular season. Okay. Well, some of our people might know. If you want to uh, if you want to say anything about this Rangers-Astros series, if you're an Astros fan and you're thinking, hey, we might be able to claw our way back in this thing, um, let us know. Let us hear from you on the text line. This is a very baseball-friendly show today. And um, I, I'm checking all the – I kind of wanted to – Oh, man, I just love this. Max Scherzer, this is from the MLB uh, uh, Twitter account, makes his first start appear, uh, since September 12th. Uh, and then they've got a cool little graphic with some kind of Western stuff behind it. They can't get enough, can they, Aaron? Like when it's a Texas ALCS, you're going to have a picture of somebody on a horse, right? Like, the nation needs to view us uh, in Central Texas and North Texas and whatever we call Houston. What do we call Houston? South Texas? The Grand, the, the Golden Triangle? <laughs> whatever names, Houston but... is. Yeah, the Gulf Coast. Um, whatever we call Houston, uh, they love to kind of have us riding around on horses. Now, I did kind of find this interesting, Aaron, and I, I thought Josh Young kind of I did not like how they treated our man Josh Young. The Gold Glove um, finalist came out earlier today in the Amer- in the American League, and man, nobody lo- baseball loves these awards. I mean, even more. The only thing that they go crazier over in all the sports is like the NBA MVP. Like, for whatever reason, we talk about that from the first week of the season. Oh, who do you have uh, number one in the MVP race? It's like, wait, can we, can we see, like, the third week of the season and then talk about it? Nobody fixates on stuff like the NBA when it comes to the MVP. But um, I did want to mention that, boy, Texas is well representative, re- represented. Seeger at shortstop. Um. They did not have Josh Young at third base. I think that's a mistake. I thought he was I thought he was great. And I think metrics back that up this year. I thought he was great at third base. Um Adolis Garcia in right field. He is a gold glove finalist. Second base. Marcus Simeon, another representative of the Rangers on the gold glove finalist. There's three at each base or at each position. All right. Um, they have not done – oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm, uh, yeah, I've already mentioned outfield. First base, Nathaniel Lowe is a finalist, along with uh, Anthony Rizzo, the Yankees, and um, what's that guy's name, Aaron? Uh, Mount Castle for uh, the Orioles, I think, is on there. Center field, nobody. Left field, nobody from the Rangers. Catcher. Jonah Heim. So Rangers very well representative here. The other catchers are uh, Alejandro Kirk from the um, Blue Jays and Adley uh, Rutschman from the Orioles. There are a lot of Blue Jays on this thing. Third base, Matt Chapman, Jose Ramirez from Cleveland, and then Bregman from the Astros. Aaron, I would say and I know people say Mosley's homer in this thing up. I I would think Josh Young needs to be on that. 
I, I, I have seen, I mean, the metrics back it up. He's one of the best. That, to me, is a pretty big snub. And if you say, well, he missed some of the season. Well, one of these guys I just saw, Aaron, let's see, second base, I think. Yeah, Mauricio Dubon from uh, Houston only played in 66 games this year. All right, so let's not get too carried away with, well, uh, Josh missed some time. No, I don't think I don't think that's anything. Now, Aaron, one of the things we're going to be discussing today is, and we may try to listen in and see, because I, I did not know, uh, I did not get to see Scott. It, I, I got to see a lot of other coaches. I just heard Grant McCaslin. It's Big 12 men's media today, media day. And, man, it's just fun. It's fun to see these players, remember who's at every team, remember the unbelievable amount of transfers that these teams had. And I've never heard uh, a player, Aaron, I was just hearing the, uh, one of the transfers from Arizona State talk about, his name was Warren Washington, I think it was, Warren something, uh, from Tech. And he said he transferred from Arizona State because of Grant McCaslin's defensive reputation. Wanted to play. I mean, think about that, Aaron. All these great players that want to play in the NBA someday in the Big Big Twelve. I mean, they want to. They want to score, right? They want to play on the offense. They want to get up and down the floor, and and basically that that fits so well with McCaslin. Now, one of the things Grant was talking about is like he's had to change what he did, what he's doing there. He's got to change it from what he did with uh, UNT because at UNT he slowed it down. They were unbelievable on defense and were literally like number one in the country, but were incredibly slow-paced and just not that great on offense. Like their rankings were whatever, like 66th or 70th on offense. Now you can't, in the Big 12, you can play great defense, but you have to at some point put the ball in the bucket. All right, you can't just, at UNT, he was able just to lock everything down uh, and and just choke all choke off any kind of entry passes, and he put great players. And again, he'll try to do some of that on defense in the Big Twelve. The other one, Aaron, that I thought was funny is Porter Mosier talking, uh, Oklahoma coach talking about like national championship. Hey Porter, you've got to actually go to the tournament at some point in Norman <laughs> before you can get to a national championship. Was he wearing? You his- literally have to get in the tournament. Was he wearing his trademark medium? Trying to think what he had on. I think it was a a pullover. It looked pretty nice, but it was not his trademark medium uh, golf shirt. It's a big man. Would you say Porter Mosier Aaron is like 6'5", 6'6"? He's a big dude, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he's muscled up. Now, he he does not quite match up with that Iowa State coach. That guy will wear a, a medium on you, and he he that he I think he's even better than Porter in the weight room, but Porter Mosier I mean has not filled he has not been able to field a uh, a a competitive team at OU yet, and he sat there and talked about we were we we were one shot away in overtime against Texas Flagler hit Baylor hit like three late buckets to beat us. Hey, Porter, you think anybody cares? You think other teams don't lose on last-second shots? So, anyway, that was Porter's big answer, is that they're going to be better in uh, last four minutes of the game, 
last four possessions or whatever. They're going to be they got to get some stops. Got to get some stops the last four minutes. I mean, my gosh, you talk about a coach. Oh, and he blamed it on the home court. They don't have a home court advantage at, at OU. They were, I think last year, Aaron, were like three and six at home. This is not news to anybody. I mean, Kruger coached his rear off at OU and went to like a couple of final fours. Do you think that was some kind of great environment at the Lloyd Noble Center? No, no. Now, they were a little better because they were better. And, of course, he had Trey Young. And they did not go that far, by the way, that year with Trey Young. And that kind of was the end of Kruger's time. Boy, Porter Mosier, enormous disappointment. I heard Rodney Terry. I find it interesting that they're one of the guys that's being talked about as one of the great players in the conference is that Max Asmus, who transferred him from Oral Roberts. Aaron, could we see Max do it for a game or two in the Big 12 before we decide that Max Acemus might be the greatest shooter in, like, the history of University of Texas? I mean, they've had some pretty dang good players over the years. I like Max Acemus. I really do. Let's work on that, Aaron. Even though we, we supposedly got to know him in the tournament, every time I see his name, I'm like, how do you? How can that guy's name be Acemus? But it is. It's A-B-M-A-S, but it's pronounced Acemus. And we'll have to get good at that because I do think he's a pretty good player. Now, I like what ESPN is doing with its little pregame show, with its little uh, tip-off show, because they got Fran, who knows it really well. What I, Grant was calling him like Franchilla or something. I think he was mixing, he was combining Fran and Priscilla. He kept calling him Coach Franchilla. It was very funny. But Grant, that's going to be fascinating, all these teams. And um, our man Tang, Aaron, shows up, and he got a pair of those sunglasses from Dion, like those uh, whatever the Dion brand is. And I'm thinking about getting some of those. Now, I, what I don't know if I can put prescription lenses in those. I guess I could. But Jerome showed up. Wearing sunglasses indoors, Aaron. Um, one of the Baylor coaches um, was letting folks know today that that was, he said, that's a Mosley thing. That's not a, Jerome, Jerome doesn't get to do that. So one of the Baylor coaches apparently kind of setting Jerome Tang straight. But Aaron, that was, uh, that was a good look Jerome had. And it's fun to see him having a good time. I I love it. I mean, think about the heavyweights in this conference. Baylor. I mean, Kelvin Sampson was on there. And, Aaron, I know we need to take a break here in a second, but you'll love what Kelvin Sampson was saying. Because I think, I think Chris Budden tried to sneak some question in, kind of like, well, how will this help with, like, recruiting or something? And, boy, Kelvin didn't like that. He goes, <laughs> well, we had a top eight. We've two years in a row, we've had first-round picks of our guards, two first-round. We had a lottery <laughs> pick last year. He's like, I don't think it'll do anything to our recruiting. And I, he was nice. He was somewhat nice about it. The way, But he basically was like, get that stuff out of there. Get that weak stuff out there. Now, he admits, okay, the record's going to change. I mean, you could end up with six 
conference losses and still have a great year, right, in this conference. So the record's going to change. But they threw it out there, Aaron, that they, the, the Cougars were like something, something silly, like 93-14 and 14 over the last however many years that is. 93-14. and 14. And I, I even think TCU could be very interesting. They had Emmanuel Miller, uh, Emmanuel Miller there. They got a transfer named Jameer Nelson, Nelson Jr. Aaron, can you believe that a guy like that we were just watching, what, three years ago in the NBA has a son playing for – Jameer Nelson Jr., I promise you, if you look – that's got to be his son, right? The kid that transferred in TCU? I'm almost certain it is. And that, that guy was playing the NBA three years ago. I mean, I think he, he, had, he was with the Orlando Magic. He might have had a cup of coffee with the Mavericks at one point. But Jameer Nelson Jr. played forever in the NBA. And now TCU has a Jameer Nelson Jr. So I guess that was Senior who was playing in the NBA. All right, Aaron, you can tell I've got, I'm all fired up for basketball season. Hey, we still have a football game this Saturday for the Bears. Let's get you ready. We'll have um, NFL Blitz at 340. We got big. We got a Rangers guest at four, and then a a major Baylor football guest at five o'clock. But next, let's continue down this path of getting you ready for Rangers game three of the ALCS. That's next. Baylor Bear football is headed to the Queen City for its first ever Big 12 matchup with the Cincinnati Bearcats this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. And when it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models like the Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Central Texas athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. How many miles across Texas have you and your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As you're stepping toward a healthier lifestyle and connecting with your community and enjoying the great outdoors, don't forget to log your miles as part of the Walk Across Texas Challenge. Your logged miles will help you and your team earn prizes. 
If you need more information, visit waco-texas.com forward slash walk Waco. Get up, get moving, and let's walk across Texas together. Remember, every step counts. Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Everything we First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Finance elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Locally owned and operated, Rain Coffee Company is your daily stop for the best in hot and ice drinks. Come and stay a while and enjoy Rain Coffee Company's relaxing atmosphere, plus their espresso bar, teas, lotus energy drinks, and sweet treats. They are open every day, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. The only coffee shop in China Spring. Rain Coffee Company, 10214 China Spring Highway. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley Show, and um, we are getting you ready for game three of the ALCS. Also been talking about the uh, Big 12 media days, been watching all of that. Uh, kind of exciting to think about. Prepare for the season. I mean, I, I, I like watching. I mean, I, I was, uh, I'll go back. Hopefully, they'll archive this thing. I'll watch every single coach. In fact, I don't know why, but the basketball interests me more. As much as college football is probably still number one for me, when it comes to these media days, I find myself digging in more to what the college basketball coaches are saying and, and trying to gather. And part of the fascination is because. There are only 12 people on these teams, 12 to 14 players, right? And some of these teams are, are getting like eight new members of the team. Baylor did not, you know, is getting 
you know, three new freshmen that are going to make big impacts and two big NIL guys, or excuse me, big uh, transfer portal guys. And so it's fascinating to learn and try to figure out what these teams are going to be like. Like, is K-State, was that a one-year, everything just came together, and they had a special guy with Keontae and Mr. New York City? Like, how much was that just a lightning in a bottle? And how much of that is just Jerome Tang culture, greatness, you know, all that? I don't know. We'll, we'll kind of find out this year. I kind of have a feeling some of these teams will take a step back. I mean, will Texas be able to, you know, have another great season? Will Kansas, with some of its transfers, I mean, it's, it's um, they're ranked first in the Big 12. I think Houston has to be right there with them. Houston, though, gets to experience what it's like. I don't have their schedule in front of me, Aaron, but, I mean, imagine that first time you get like a, a K-State, Kansas-type swing, or you go Baylor, uh, you go to Baylor, and then maybe you stay up here and you go to TCU. Um, I mean, there's just not – again, what's the easy out in this conference? Well, maybe Cincinnati because I don't know anything about them. Maybe. The, today they got the bad news. They shared Wes Miller, their coach – that two of these big-time transfers that they were really counting on got revoked. They're going to appeal that. Um, West Virginia said they're trying to get Raquan Davis, I think is his name, in, and right, they think the NCAA is going to let them hap- have it you know, happen. One kid I'm watching today, I think it was the player I was talking about earlier, Aaron, from Texas Tech. There was a graphic under his name. It said, fourth different school. Texas Tech, fourth different school for him. Now, is that great for college basketball? Is that great even for the student-athletes to be able to go from here to there to there? Well, kind of depends, right? What if he was in JUCO somewhere and then got another opportunity? He wasn't getting to play there, decided to go over there. Uh, I find it interesting that Tech got two players from Arizona State. Now Arizona State next season will be in this conference. Um, The conference will miss Texas because of the brand, and the team, and I think Rodney Terry is probably going to be a pretty good coach. The conference will not miss OU. They'll miss them in football. It's a great, great football brand. The basketball brand is basically like Buddy Hilde and what was that other year, Aaron, where they were so great. I mean, well, you go back to Tisdale and all them, but they, they basically had like three great teams over the years, right? And, and, and that's, um, that's about it. And you got Porter Mosier who wandered in there off the street from uh, – and he was a good coach at um, Loyola of Chicago with Sister Jean and that bunch. But he can't get it done. He, what, I don't know if it's recruiting, coaching, whatever. He's got no shot. He has zero shot in this conference. So he is very excited to see if he can get a shot in the SEC. Let's see what they do. Will they give him a shot if they finish like 12th or 13th this year? Um, Aaron, do you as you kind of watch and listen to these things, is there any team that grabs your attention, like that? That's kind of like a swing team. Um, I I can't help but think that Tech is a big swing team. They could literally be fourth or fifth. They could be tenth or eleventh. Um, I think we give K State the benefit of the doubt because of Tang, because of Jerome. But honestly, they could probably be as high as third and as low as tenth. 
because I just don't know exactly what they're going to be, although I do like some of their transfers, and they got the uh, great shooter from UNT, right? Didn't Tyler Perry go there? Acemus comes from Oral Roberts to Texas. Baylor's really could be a swing team because we don't know exactly. We think Jaden Nunn is a lockdown defender. We know Ray J. Dennis can score. Can they do it? Can they do all these things at a much higher level, a much tougher place? How is Jacoby Walter, with all these expectations, as a possible top 10 NBA draft pick, how is he going to perform? He's the freshman newcomer of the year. Aaron, as you look at this conference, is there anybody that um, who jumps out as you as the huge swing team that literally could end up at second or third, but could un- end up at like ninth or tenth? It's it's tough because the conference is so top heavy. I, I don't think there's a lot of good candidates to do that. I'm not trying to cop out, but I mean, I don't know how any of those teams can climb into the top four or five of the conference when the top four is Kansas, Texas, Houston, and Baylor. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's four of the top ten, ten teams in the country this year, even though I know yeah, AP poll I, doesn't quite say that. I, I get the sense that Texas and Baylor, um, there's some boom or bust potential with because they got to have some things come together. Baylor is leaning – and they co- hopefully at non-conference gets them ready, but they're leaning heavily on three freshmen, especially two of them. And and Missy, Eve Missy has the chance to be like crazy special. And again, I don't know if Texas is going to be up to speed with what they were last year. It'll be fascinating to see what Jerome puts together. And I got no clue on BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, <clears throat> I do know that Houston, this is going to be fascinating to see how they deal with the night after night. Just And I, I, I sense, Aaron, and you have some connections to that program. You maybe pr- don't think it's going to be as tough for them as I do. I, and maybe I'm reading that wrong, but I've kind of sensed that from you. I I think Houston could look up and be – fourth in this conference and it wouldn't be bad it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean like they've held oh, they've had a bad year they're still going to be like a three seed or a four seed in the NCAA tournament I'm just saying I could see Baylor in Texas and Kansas finishing ahead of Houston um, I love their team don't get me wrong Jamal Shedd's good their front line is back they're bringing some of their front line back I mean they Kelvin's front line is sort of old school we're going to hammer you, and we may knock you up into the stands. All right, Baylor has like, and Baylor has a guy like that in Chamochachua if he's back to what he was. There, there's nobody. There's no more physical specimen than Chamochachua. Although there's one of those six eight six nine guys at Houston whose name's escaping me right now. Aaron uh, Jalen is it Jaden or Jalen? Uh, anyway, whoa. I mean, like scary, and and it's it's kind of like going. It's kind of like some some kids show up at the court, and there's a 35 year old man out there just kind of showing them the way. Houston has a couple of those guys. Uh, I just think we don't have any clue right now what K State has. 
what Texas Tech has. We got zero clue what Oklahoma State has. Like, Avery Anderson, one of their best players, plays for, I got to get these things straight in my head, Aaron. I think he's at TCU now. Like, it's just, it's so strange how these guys move around within the conference. Like, Joe Toussaint, who was a, a really nice player at West, uh, West Virginia, now plays for Texas Tech. I mean, these guys are just kind of moving around. LJ Cryer, of course, from Baylor. Aaron, isn't that going to be fascinating? <clears throat> like, is LJ Cryer potentially the best player in this conference? I, I don't know. I mean, I if he if he gets to shoot as much as he wants to or handle it as much as he wants to, he could he could score seventeen or eighteen points a game. Like, he's the best. He's the best pure shooter in this conference, all right? And it, and it hurts because Baylor helped him get there. Baylor helped turn him into that. Now, is he a great shot creator? Is he a great defender? No, no, no. He's, he's gotten better in those areas. But, um, man, I, I, I find well, watching him is going to be one of the most fascinating parts of the year. I don't know why he got disillusioned, but he did with Baylor. Whether it was constantly being hurt or not getting to handle the ball as much as he wanted, being more of a point guard, whatever. He decided, I'm going to take my talents to Houston. All right? Now, he's got ties there. He's got huge family connections, all that. I mean, he's got ties to that community. So, again, we probably shouldn't be so shocked, but... Aaron, how many great Baylor players have left over the years? We're just not used to it, right? Um, that guy years ago, there was a, a decent player that left named like A.J. Freeman or something like that. He went to NC State and was a sixth man for them. Good player. Good player. Dell Bonner, I love Dell. Like, Dell is everything that was right about college basketball. Like he was, um, But he just wasn't getting the time he wanted at Baylor, and he's somewhere good. Like, Dell Bonner went to, like, a whew, Big Ten school, Ohio State. He's somewhere good. So, uh, I think it. I think it's like, I was just trying to think about that. But, I mean, you know, Matthew Meyer left, but Baylor had already kind of replaced him with Bridges. They thought he was going to turn pro. Is that right, Aaron, Ohio State? Yeah, Ohio State. Dell Bonner's at Ohio State. So, we're still a little shocked when, like, a really good Baylor player leaves. Now, Del Bonner was a really good role player. Um, Cryer was a front-line starter, you know, 15, 16 points a game guy. That's really the first guy Baylor's ever lost of that. Like, Matthew Meyer was not that. He was good. Don't get me wrong. I love Matthew. But he was not... He was not scoring 16 or 17 points a game. He wanted to, but he never could quite have the consistency to get there. And and he decided to go to Illinois. But uh, my head's spinning, Aaron, like trying to figure out where everybody is. You know, like where all these players as they kind of move around and this player from that conference, this player, and, and then I'll have to kind of do that when we dig in and start looking a little closer at the women's basketball league, 
Um, what's that look like? You know, how much much movement has been there? Because Baylor's added some great transfers. I was talking about somebody the other day, Aaron, and I didn't even mention Yaya, did I? And she, I mean, isn't that interesting that the men and the Baylor men and the Baylor women both got like big time Mac players. Isn't she a Mac, Aaron? Like, and she scored something crazy, like 23 points a game or something. I think she's a Mac player. So anyway, lots of fun stuff today from Big 12 Media Day. All right, it is time for something we do at 340 every day. And that is the NFL Blitz. We'll take around, uh, look around the league, look at injuries, look at how what the Cowboys are up to on their bye week, and uh, we'll do that next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken, First Central Credit Union. Vega Pirates went toe-to-toe with two-time defending state champion China Spring on Friday. Coach, that one went down to the wire. Kind of fill us in on that fourth quarter, will you? Yeah, we kind of felt like the last person had the ball was going to win. We just got the ball two left here. With not enough time left on the clock, but it was a really good game by both offenses. As far as your offense goes, what was working effectively for you in that game? No, I mean, pretty much everything we did worked uh, just like their offense. Pretty much everything they did worked. So it was two two teams out there struggling defensively, and the offense took advantage of it. Well, what do you feel like you needed to shore up on defense? Well, everything. I mean, <laughs> we got we got we got a bunch of holes we got to figure out, and still trying to get the right people in the right spots uh, in week eight. And so, uh, you know, we we got to improve. Well, this week you host Alvarado. What do you know about the Indians? No, they're very talented, uh, very, very, very talented. It's a good position, do a good job up front blocking. And, uh, you know, like every week in this district, you better come ready to play. And so uh, we got to get better in a hurry and uh, try to stop them. ESPN Central Texas. Everything we do, we do for you. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. We all know high school football is huge in Texas. What else is huge is our selection of new Chevrolets and certified pre-owned vehicles at Chevy of West, home of Silverado City. And when you find new roads to Chevy of West, our award-winning team is here to help you find the perfect new Chevy, all with a free lifetime powertrain warranty. For our starting lineup of new Chevys and big savings, too, please visit ChevyofWest.com. 
keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Wings Pizza and Things is celebrating 16 years as your headquarters for great food and great sport. Wings Pizza and Things, where there's not a bad seat in the house to catch all the games on over 60 big screen TVs. With the NFL ticket, you're not going to miss any of the action no matter who your team is. Want the best in college football? Nobody has more games than Wings Pizza and Things. With a great menu to satisfy the entire family. The name says it all. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's number one spot for great sport and great food for 16 years. Check it out today at wingsintemple.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's almost fall. School has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and you hear the music 
and you know what it means. It is time for what we like to call the NFL Blitz. Now, we've got a uh, Rangers guest, and uh, Chris Blake, Texas Rangers Radio Network, will join us uh, coming up at 4 o'clock, and we'll uh, we'll visit with him. But uh, let's do some NFL headlines. Let's do it right now. And we will start with the Cowboys. Micah Parsons not happy with critics of the Cowboys who, well, in his words, we'll let him say it. Michael Parsons clapped back at critics of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, saying they should, quote, bring the same energy for the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers when they struggle. Parsons, Prescott, and the Cowboys were widely panned after their 42-10 loss to the 49ers in Week 5. They bounced back, obviously, with the win over the Chargers. And now Michael Parsons upset because he doesn't think that the Eagles and the Niners who both lost as heavy favorites on Sunday are getting the same blowback that the Cowboys did, which he's right about. Well, he he is somewhat right, but there's sort of reasons for these things. Like the Eagles just went to the Super Bowl. Does that give them more of the benefit of the doubt? Well, sure it does. The Niners, and we'll talk more about this in the 5 o'clock hour, but like over the last 12 years, the amount of playoff wins – trips to the Super Bowl, NFC title games. It's staggering when compared to the Cowboys. The Cowboys, because of who they are, are always going to get jeers and everybody coming after them. So I think Micah, you know, just kind of need, he can't worry about that because it's like that's part of the fun. Um, I mean, if you, it's kind of like if you play for these enormous franchises, whether it be the Yankees or whoever else, Yes, you're going to be a bigger lightning rod. But I don't think it should be. If you're one of the great players in the NFL, I don't know that you should necessarily be out there saying, hey, give them the same grief you're giving us. Why aren't y'all going after the 49ers for losing or the, or the Eagles? Well, it's certainly because the Cowboys provide better ratings for all these debate shows and everything else. So they're going to talk about the team that people care about the most. So in some ways, Aaron, you know, Mike uh, should probably see that as some sort of compliment. People just care, and also people love to hate the Cowboys. But again, there's a lot of good that comes from that. Like they're the most recognizable. Dak's going to get the most endorsements. Mike is going to get the most endorsements. So I think you just kind of have to live with that and and not worry too much about who all's not giving people enough grief. But yes, the Cowboys, if the Cowboys had done more over the, the past decade or almost three decades now, <laughs> we're going on 29 seasons without a trip to the NFC title game. You know, if you don't want to constantly get the grief you got to do some things. And like it or not, the Eagles and the 49ers have accomplished way more than the Cowboys over the past 10, 15, 20 years. Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson said today that he, quote, can't put a timeline on a return from a rotator cuff strain to his right throwing shoulder. Watson didn't practice again today. He's missed Cleveland's past two games and hasn't had a full practice since September 26th, 
He says it's still up in the air whether he'll be able to play Sunday at the Indianapolis Colts. He said doctors didn't diagnose the injury until a week after it happened. It happened September 24th when they were playing the Titans. They didn't diagnose it until September 30th, the day before the Browns' 28-3 loss to Baltimore. Watkins, excuse me, Watkins. Watson tried to throw during pregame warm-ups but was ultimately ruled inactive and hasn't yeah. played since. They should talk to the Utah Utes, like uh, coaching staff, <laughs> on like how to maybe make this go for about. He's practiced all week, three months, right? Just kind of keep doing it the rest of the season. The next couple of months, November and December and into January, just kind of make it like, well, he might come back at any point. Won't we be shocked if we ever see Cam Rising? Didn't Utah beat somebody last week? I think they used both quarterbacks. They went back to that starting guy, not Nate Johnson, but the other guy. It started against Baylor. You remember that, Aaron? Doesn't it seem like months ago when Utah, Baylor almost beat Utah? Think about that. Like, Baylor has had, like, a couple of decent little moments this season where it's like, hey, maybe they're okay. And ugh, the UCF comeback, the fourth quarter comeback. So, I mean, I mean we, it just felt like that all got muted, right, by what happened the following week. I mean, you got to you've got to go to Nippert Stadium, N I P P E R T, and get things done against Cincinnati. I like people that say it, Cincinnati. Aaron, do you? That's probably the wrong way to say it, but I yes. always always kind of like people that say <laughs> Cincinnati or other thing. You know, mess up other names like Colorado, Colorado. Uh, I kind of like people that say. I mean, I like it because I I feel like in their mind they're exactly right. Like it should be Colorado or or Cincinnati. Um, Baylor people, are you going on this trip? Is anybody out there listening to us going to Cincinnati? Now, I've been, and you got to try that riverfront dining at, oh, man, kind of a famous ribs place. Now, are the ribs as good as our Texas ribs? Eh, not really. Not really. No. But it's kind of fun to eat out there on the river. Kind of fun to be out the river. And then go get some of that skyline chili. And then drive over there to that high school where the great Roger Staubach played. That's what you got to do when you're in Cincinnati. Go pay homage over to uh, the great Staubach and see where he played his high school football right there in Cincinnati. Anybody going to that game? 254-662-1660. Aaron, you got one more for us? Yeah, real quick note. Uh, three players returning off the pup list, and their teams will open up their 21-day practice window. The first step to bringing them back for Air- for the Arizona Cardinals, it's two Pro Bowl players. Quarterback Kyler Murray will return to practice today, his first since he tore his ACL last December 12th, and All-Pro safety Buda Baker will return for them as well. Same situation, they're opening up his 21-day window, as are the Dolphins with Pro Bowl cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who is actually ahead of schedule and returning from a meniscus injury. Okay, meniscus. Ramsey could get back out there. This has become Aaron's, like, favorite team in the NFL. (laughs) The man loves him some Miami Dolphins. And uh, their their offense has been incredible. The one game. that's That's one thing I hit on this year. Remember that, Aaron? I got to bring up the one that I I got right. I said I think 
Buffalo could blow out Miami in this game this yeah. weekend. I think a lot of people scoffed at me. And for whatever reason, the Bills went out and did that. Now, I haven't really had any other premonitions here <laughs> recently. But uh, anyway, it is time to talk some Rangers with a member of the Rangers radio network. That is next. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over twenty years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Save now on award-winning Buick SUVs at Richard Carr. The number one overall-rated midsize SUV by J.D. Powers, the Buick Envision, is a roomy and reliable SUV with a quiet and luxurious interior. Right now, save $4,000 on a 2023 Buick Envision or save $4,000 on a 2024 three-row Buick Enclave. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments until 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Brazos Valley Golf and Battery is a locally owned and operated sales specialist in Robinson, Texas. They carry new and refurbished automotive, commercial, lawnmower, marine, RV, and power sport batteries at better prices than any of the national chains. Need your battery checked? Visit Tommy and he'll do it for free. They also carry new and used golf carts, cart accessories, and do custom golf carts as well. Shop local. Brazos Golf and Battery on 77 in Robinson. Look them up on Facebook or Google. Brazos Golf and Battery. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, getting you ready for Rangers tonight, Game 3 ALCS. 703 first pitch. Chris Blake joining us now. Texas Rangers insider has been part of the Texas Rangers radio network and has been around this team for his entire life. And uh, Chris, this could be it's great to have you back. This could be one of the wildest atmospheres we've ever seen in Arlington. That first crowd back in the day was incredibly loud. You would have been very young for that one back in 1996, the old ballpark. This is going to be pretty crazy. Um, are you uh, are you kind of are you ready to go? Are you going to experience this thing in the press box, or are you going to you going to venture out there into some seats? No, I will be there as a fan tonight. Uh, I'm not working the game tonight. Uh, Jared Sandler has been handling those duties since Eric Nadell came back. So I'm going to get to go experience this as a fan tonight. Uh, I will say I am not typically one of those people that contributes to that noise when I'm in a crowd, um, but I will appreciate the atmosphere nonetheless. Yeah, and, it, you know, this news that Evan Carter is going to bat in a three-hole, uh, how amazing is that? He didn't start the last game, and now he's going to be in the three-hole as a 21-year-old rookie, I mean, they moved him up to the five-hole. Now he's going to be at three, and, and uh, Bochy was asked about, like, why is that? And he said, well, my question back to you would be, why not? Why wouldn't we do this? And I'm sure the answer is this guy gets on base constantly, and he has ever since he's come up, and he's done it all throughout the postseason. So, you know, put him in there uh, behind Seager. Were, were you a bit surprised, though, even as great as he's been, to see him up there in that three-hole where they've, uh, you know, obviously had either Grossman, Garver, others? I'm not terribly surprised because I feel like coming into this series, there was some discussion about whether you would move him up to the three-hole. Other candidates, including the guys that have been there so far, like Garver and Grossman. And I think one of the reasons Bruce Bochy likes to have somebody like that or Robbie Grossman, who I know fans are not a wild about hitting in the three-hole sometimes, behind Simeon and Seeger is because those guys swing so early in the count almost every time they hit, which is not a bad thing. It works for them, but at some point you need a guy who's going to 
slow down the game just a little bit, make the opposing pitcher throw a few pitches. Robbie Grossman does an exceptional job at that. Mitch Garver, not to the same extent as Grossman does, and we've seen Carter work some long at-bats here. And I mean, if you're looking for a guy to get on base ahead of Adolis Garcia, there's not really a better option in the Rangers lineup. He's got a 536 on base percentage in the postseason. So, I mean, the moment has not been too big for him, and I don't think it will be hitting third tonight. All right, your father has broken the news that the Rangers will wear white jerseys and blue caps for ALCS Game 3. So I don't know if you've left the house yet or whatever, but just, uh, Chris, I just wanted you to have that information. You know, if you're sitting out in the stands and you want to coordinate, that does not totally sound like you, but I just wanted you to have that information in case you needed it. Well, you know, it's important breaking information he puts out every day before games. Uh, Jersey colors, parking lots that are open, uh, you know, things like that. Need to know info. <laughs> Let him know we were giving him some shout-outs for that. I think you'll appreciate that. He'll, he'll uh, get now, out of it. The, the Rangers have uh, Gold Glove finalist at catcher. came out today. First base, yeah. second base, shortstop, and right field. Uh, I think, and then we'll get real greedy, right, and go, well, why, why not Josh Young? Why not over at third base? Now, you, you're someone who looked at all those metrics and looked at fan graphs and studies that kind of thing. I mean, this is pretty good representation. It's pretty amazing to have that many finalists. Did Was that a major snub or kind of a minor snub to Josh Young on these Gold Glove finalists? So I was actually listening to uh, Eric Nadell on another station on the Rangers radio network this afternoon, and he, they asked him about this as well, and he was surprised. I'm a little surprised as well. The, um, I don't necessarily – I understand most of the hitting metrics. Some of the defensive metrics to me are a little bit harder to understand. The only reason I could think of that Young would not get be one of the finalists for the gold glove at third base is maybe because of the range. I mean, but as far as reaction plays go, he's been you know, as good as it gets, especially as a rookie. And he's made some outstanding plays here in the playoffs. I know the playoffs don't go into – postseason award consideration but that just puts those defensive skills on display for a larger audience but yeah i mean my only thing could the only thing i could think of would be that it might be something to do with range but at third base to me that's not really the top priority the priority at third base is reaction time you got no time before a ball gets on you and you know the best defensive third baseman are able to lunge and move laterally quickly one way or the other to make those stops. Made two great plays the other day. The one diving out into foul territory, or we ended up in foul territory. That was, uh, it makes the throw. That that was pretty incredible. I mean, that, and of course he had one. He makes an error on. So that it does happen from time to time. Rangers insider Chris Blake on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, uh, getting ready for Game Three of the ALCS. Max Scherzer back on the mound. I mean, it's great to say. It's kind of fun to think about seeing him out there. He should be comfortable, yet we still don't know exactly what to expect because he's been out so long uh, since September 12th. What are your expectations for Scherzer? And, like, what does a – what do you think? I mean – uh, 70 pitches is what I've been kind of seeing. Obviously, they'll see how he's doing. Uh, is there Are there traffic on the base pass? What do you what do you think? What are your expectations for, for Scherzer in this spot? 
I don't really know what to think about the outcome of the performance, but I do think the intensity will be there. And I do think he'll get through at least a couple of innings. I know, I know that's not really an answer. I just think it's such a wild card because this is such uncharted territory for a starting pitcher. You don't, there's not a lot of guys that come off the injured list during the postseason, having not made a rehab start, having not even gotten a little late regular season tune up. He threw, I think it was what, 60 pitches in a simulated game. The last time he put everything out there Mm -hmm. and, that said he felt good. So we'll see how it goes. I could see maybe a few guys getting on early, but I think he'll settle down. I almost think back to his first start as a Ranger when he had some traffic in the first inning. I think he allowed a run or two, but ultimately settled down and got through five or six. I don't think he's going to get through five or six tonight with the pitch count he'll likely be on, but I could see a little bit of shakiness early, but I think he'll settle down and give him something. And I think that he and the combination of Bruce Bochy and Mike Maddox, that is a lot of playoff experience in those three guys. And I think that he'll be able to feel the situation out well enough to see how much Max has to give tonight. Well, the Astros need a quick start, don't they? I mean, it, it, they, they have to be stunned after those first two games their fans were stunned. Uh, they and obviously they're very capable and have been a very been a better road team really than at home, which is just kind of weird. Um, what are you kind of what are you expecting? I mean, the Astros. It just seems like they they will come out and they need to get something going immediately, maybe to blunt that crowd just a little bit. But boy, they are desperate for some early success in this game. At least that's the way I see it. I do too. I mean, I think the Rangers have gotten out to early leads in each of the first two games. And that's something on the flip side that the Rangers need to do. This is not a team that has played well from behind all season long. So that's worked out to the Rangers favor, but for the Astros, you know, this is a good team. I, I don't think they're going to roll over as much as I would enjoy it. I don't think the Rangers are going to sweep them. The Astros are too good of a team uh, to go down that quietly but they do need to start getting some production from a couple of key guys namely jose altuve uh, has does not have a hit in this series yet uh, and jose abreu just hitting 143 one for seven so far in this series and altuve for the playoffs as a whole hitting just 160 kyle tucker is not really hitting uh here in this series and I mean, they just need to get some of these guys going if they want to keep up with the Rangers. And, you know, if the Rangers get some early runs, I think that place is going to be rocking from the first pitch. And if the Rangers get some early runs, I mean, game three against Baltimore, it felt like the Orioles were out of it almost immediately. And the Astros can't let that happen here in game three tonight if they want to, you know, extend the series and get back to Houston at some point. All right, and Christian Javier uh, for the Astros. Walk us through kind of what to expect. He was pretty good. It seemed like in his last postseason start, struggled some during the season. Um, what What is it? What stands out about him, and, uh, and, and what is kind of the key to try to getting to him? Well, Christian Javier was 
so-so during the regular season this year, but over the last two years, he's been outstanding as a postseason pitcher. You mentioned his start in the Astros divisional series uh, last year. He also was one of their top postseason performers. I'm scrolling back quickly. Uh, in the World Series last year against the Phillies, he went six shutout innings in his start in that series. In the L- LCS against the Yankees last year, he went five and a third scoreless innings. Uh, and then five and five scoreless innings against the Twins in the division series this year. So this is a guy who seems to have that ability, as some pitchers do, or some players do, I should say, to kind of tune it up when the lights are the brightest. He pitched to an ERA over four and a half this year. But his last three playoff starts indicate to me that he'll be locked in from the get-go tonight. And the Astros are going to need it because, like we just talked about, keeping the Rangers off the board early is paramount uh, if Houston wants to stay in the series. I like how you can scroll and talk on the phone at the same time. It's very impressive. I mean, you're looking for stats. It's a millennial skill. I would say you do belong to that millennial crowd. Although, do you ever age out of that thing? I guess you're always stuck with being a millennial. Uh, Gen-, Gen X, which I'm a part of, we would not would ever attempt to do such a thing. You'll well, never I hear. Had, <laughs> I had a few. I had a few pages open so I could reference stuff uh, during this call, depending on what you asked me about. So I was able to navigate to it relatively quickly. <laughs> I like that. I like Mosley show notes. I don't. Most of my guests do not do that level of preparation. The, the young Sandler, I do not know if he gets notes out before he appears with me. So I, I like that level of dedication. Now, Leclerc, where do you think? I mean, it's just so interesting how he can look like, uh oh, he's lost, and then lock in. It's almost like he needs to be three one. And walk a couple of people, and then he locks in. I mean, where are you with this bullpen? Spores has been incredible. Isn't it wild, as many blown saves as they had this year, that now that feels like, well, it's kind of a strength. I mean, I think all of us think this could rear its ugly head at any moment, right? I mean, it's not like you see a Rawls Chapman and go, all right, I feel great. This this inning's going to be quick. Like, nobody thinks that right now, yet they're getting the job done. I mean, and I guess that's all that matters at this point. I don't, I would still, I would hesitate to call it a strength. I think the starting pitching has been good and that's kind of what carried them throughout most of the regular season, especially when they were winning a ton of games in the first four months, it was, they were getting a lot of innings from the starting pitcher and limiting the exposure to the bullpen. And that's been the formula so far in the playoffs as well. And in these shorter series, with days off every three days at the max, I think it kind of gives you an opportunity to continue to do that. I mean, if assuming the Astros win one game in this series, they will have to play three days in a row in Arlington this week, which to me would make it interesting to see what Bruce Bochy would decide to do in games four and five with that bullpen. Because right now, I mean, you're right. They've been able to limit it to just these three guys. And while Chapman and LeClerc have had some pearl-clutching moments at some points, I mean, Spores has been awesome this playoff. We haven't had to see them use Will Smith or Chris Stratton. I'm interested to see how they deploy John Gray now that he's off the injured list and a part of this roster. Uh, We could see some of these guys that can give you a little length as well. Dane Dunning and Andrew Heaney. 
which certainly I'd be shocked if we didn't see one of those guys today following Max Scherzer. So there it's a bullpen construction. That's a little odd for the playoffs because you've got like four or five starting pitchers back there, essentially that can come out and give multiple innings if you need it. But I think limiting it so far to just your top three guys has been beneficial. And like you said, I know Rangers fans don't necessarily feel elated when they see a role this Chapman trot out this month. Uh, that's kind of the hand the Rangers have been dealt. And I think Bruce Bochy has uh, played it really well so far. All right. Well, have fun out there. And uh, I, I tend to, unless somebody just drops a ticket, I kind of I love watching these things. I got to be honest. But if, if somebody like Chris Blake said, Mosley, I've got an extra, I might come running out there. I don't know. But it's going to be a fun night. Uh, please tell Harriet, uh, my, my former colleague at the Dallas Morning News, your mom, that I said hello. I hope she didn't hear you say pearl clutching a minute ago. Uh, and then, uh, uh, by the way, are you still doing TCU women's basketball stuff? I am. I'm going to be uh, calling their games starting, geez, that's, uh, what, like three weeks away? It's, it's creeping up on us quick. That's pretty cool. Um, Mark Campbell, the new head coach, I'll admit that I had to kind of uh, look that up to refamiliarize myself with uh, Mark. This might be my first time. Uh, two seasons as head coach at Sacramento State. But uh, anyway, we've had some media days. That's kind of fun. So hopefully uh, hopefully the TCU team, he gets them headed in the right direction. Are you, uh, has, he, has he brought in some portal folks? Could this be a competitive uh, a Horn Frogs team on the women's side? I think it'll be much improved. I mean, he brought in a lot of players via the portal. Uh, including one that your listeners in Waco will be familiar with. Jaden Owens will be on this Horn Frogs women's basketball mm. roster. Uh, so the Baylor transfer. And brought otherwise, a lot of players with West Coast ties. Uh, he was also an assistant at Oregon before he got the Sacramento State head job. Uh, player named Madison Connor. I went to practice a couple of weeks ago. She's from Arizona. I don't know if she missed a three the entire game. Uh, Sedona Price, who played at Oregon the last couple of years, or for her entire collegiate career, I should say, had declared for the WNBA draft and then uh, decided to go to TCU to play a year under Campbell. So there's definitely some talent uh, in Fort Worth. And, you know, this is a team that struggled to win any conference games the last couple of years. And I'd be surprised if they didn't. Uh, you know, finish closer to 500 at least in league play. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you're going to practice. This coach was apparently uh, part of uh, recruiting Anescu, that great women's basketball player, now in the WNBA. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. So uh, uh, that'll be uh, that'll be good. Well, I'll be tuning in. I generally do not stop down for TCU women's basketball, but if you're on the mic. I will give it a listen, especially when they play the Bears. And Owen's a good player, by the way. She she can score, oh, yeah. she can dribble, and she's got West Coast ties because I think she started out at UCLA. But she's a good she player did. and uh, and seems to have a great following out there on Instagram. So she'll be good for the team, and I think you'll enjoy being around her. All right, well, have a fun time, and I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks, Matt. There he goes, Chris Blake. 
joining us. Uh, he did, with Nadell out this year, he filled in and did a lot of the radio pre- and post-game. Also works for KRLD. And he's becoming the voice of the TCU women's basketball team. He went to TCU, so that's a very natural fit for Chris. Um, and uh, he used to hang out with us when I was doing radio in Dallas. He would come in when he was in college and sit in on the show and watch us do our thing. All right, it is uh, time to continue. Let's listen in a little bit. I want to hear what Scott Drew had to say at today's Big 12 Media Day. We'll give that a listen. Check it out. We'll do that next. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight beginning at 7 and hear from Baylor women's tennis coach Joey Scrivano and softball coach Glenn Moore. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Price of stock 259472. Savings and financing for qualified buyers only. Seek dealer for details. Now is the time to buy your next truck at Richard Carr GMC. Power, strength, and stunning interior. The GMC Sierra has it all. Right now, save $8,000 on Sierra. Drive off in a new Richard Carr Sierra starting at only $36,000. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9 financing on 2023 GMC Sierras in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. This date's going really well. We're going to be such a great couple. Whoa, I think you're going a little fast. Yeah, I know, I know. We just met, but we've got chemistry. I think you better slow down. Oh, okay. (laughs) Sorry. I thought you were feeling it, too. I'm feeling like you're driving too fast. Slow the car down, please. Speeding is dangerous, and speeding tickets are costly. Oh, (laughs) that's funny. You were talking about my driving. (sighs) I was talking about both. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hurry in for great deals while they last on model year 22 and 23 equipment with United Ag and Turf's year-end closeout sale. Zero down and 0% financing for 84 months is available on any new John Deere compact tractor. Need more than a tractor? We have an extensive range of tractor packages, all configured for different needs. See the complete lineup of deals at unitedagandturf.com. Proud sponsor of the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo. And 102723 subject to approved credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions may apply. See dealer for details. King of the road. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Family-owned and operated, L&V Auto Repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time. L&V Auto Repair services all makes and models, and they specialize in air conditioning service, suspension repair, brakes, cooling systems, transmission, and total engine replacement. They will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench. Open six days a week, including Saturday, 8 until 1, L&V Auto Repair, 1000 North Loop Drive, Waco, 254-235-3885. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas getting you ready for ALCS Game 2. We got J.J. Joe coming up at uh, 5 o'clock today, the Baylor legend himself. And uh, we got to Campus Confidential. Um, everybody's uh, favorite segment at about 4.40 today. Uh, we've been monitoring Big 12 Men's Media Day, Men's Basketball Media Day from Kansas City. Aaron, you'll like this. Some good hijinks from earlier. KU's uh, Kansas's Bill Self and Oklahoma uh, Porter Moser, uh, who we were talking about earlier, Oklahoma coach. Um, Moser, they were lining up for their Big 12 photo and Mosier said, I can't stand too close to Bill. Someone will call a foul. <laughs> to which self shot back only at home. Uh, so, anyway, some fun Big 12 banter there. And good to see Mosier doing his thing. Now, Aaron, you asked me earlier today, like, did Mosier have his tight golf shirt on? The answer is no. <laughs> now, Otzelberger, the, uh, the Iowa State coach, very, the very tight golf shirt, and, and of course he's been hitting the weight room very hard. He he definitely has his on. Um, as you get over to the right side of this group, there's Scott Drew next to Tang. Should have put all the Baylor guys next to each other. They have Grant McCaslin on the far left. 
And, oh, there's the Oklahoma State coach, and there's Kelvin on the far right. All right, so they're putting all the coaches together. Aaron, who is the, uh, you might ask, who is the tallest coach in the Big 12? Well, it's whoever's standing next to uh, the West Virginia, between West Virginia and Jamie Dixon. Who would that be? Aaron, I'm looking at all, oh, it's got to be one of these new coaches. Oh, it's got, okay, that must be Mark Pope. All right, so B, the BYU head coach towers over all the other coaches. Like literally makes Scott and Jerome and all the, and Kelvin look tiny. That's got to be who that is. Right there in the middle is the Mark Pope who stands probably about 6'9 or 6'10, uh, the, big, the tallest coach in the Big 12. Now, we're gonna, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's listen. Scott Drew was there today and then met with reporters. And let's listen in to uh, Scott as, uh, as he gets into his uh, news conference earlier today in Kansas City. Well, first, thanks for being here. Uh, second of all, uh, thanks for the warmer weather. Um, and third, Big 12 basketball is special and uh, uh, is going to continue to be special with the conference additions and uh, uh, what the president's ADs and uh, uh, the commissioner are able to do for the Big 12s. Uh, 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 amazing and uh, um, makes it real easy as a coach to know uh, the future of the Big 12 and uh, just how successful and competitive it's going to continue to be uh, because of the additions. Scott over here, Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman, talking about those new additions. What do they bring to this conference and how competitive is this uh, conference going to be? Well, statistically, um, you know the Big 12 has been the best conference. Uh, but that, last year, just looking at those numbers, seven in the top 27 and everybody in the top 70, um, I mean, that's that's – uh, record setting. The one thing I've, I've said the last couple media days is uh, I do look forward to the year where we have three or four uh, Final Four teams all from the same conference and uh, there's no doubt that's going to happen in the Big 12 uh, at some point and uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, as far as uh, the new teams coming in, uh, great traditions, history, um, outstanding coaches, um, players uh, again just makes our conference stronger uh, um, the only thing uh, uh, that uh, probably makes it uh, uh, a little bit tougher will be the scheduling part of it um, the one nice thing is playing everybody home and away um, made it where you knew who you were playing when you were playing uh, you're a little more anxious when the schedule comes out now to see where you're at and who you have Okay, we're going to go here to the middle, and then we're going to go back to the left, Coach. Go here to the middle. Scott Blair Kirkhoff with the Kansas City Star. Just want to, speaking of new additions, want to talk about your new arena. And yeah. when, when is that uh, still on tap for early January? And what's, Jan the, what's the meaning yeah. of having a new arena? So Jan January 2nd, uh, uh, first it means better Wi-Fi and seats for all of us, so we're good. Um, uh, but uh, home court uh, uh, advantage is so important in the Big 12, and uh, you know that from all the years you've covered it. And uh, one of the best things that uh, I think the state of Texas in general has done is made new 
newer, smaller arenas uh, to, to make sure the fans were more on top of you instead of so spread out with the bigger arenas that we used to have. So uh, we should have the same thing, fans on top of you, uh, making sure they're supporting the home team and welcoming the visiting team. Uh, uh, and look forward to showing you and everybody else January 2nd. Uh, they, they tell us that's the day we're going to be in there. I think best case is shoot around on the 20, on the uh, first and then the game on the second, but excited for that. Okay, we're going to go to your left, Coach. Coach, Warner, Coach over here on your, on your left, Eric Henry, 24-7 Sports. Uh, kind of piggybacking off one of the earlier questions, just wondering if you would have any interest in continuing to schedule Texas with obviously them in Oklahoma leaving the conference. Well, I know uh, um, we've had a great history with Texas. Much respect for their program and uh, um, uh, what they're going to continue to do in the future. And uh, We've already uh, uh, talked as a staff, and I know uh, uh, Coach Terry will, will be in discussion with him about in the future, seeing if there's something that we can do and it's always great when uh, uh, in-state uh, rivals and schools have a chance to play um, it's been it's it's been great to in my 21 years just see how far the states come in basketball and how many great players programs coaches uh, we, we have now and uh, want to continue that success especially for the younger players in the state Okay, on the front row here, coach, in the middle. Neil Meyer with the front office news. You talk about those new additions. You bring in a guy like Ray J. Dennis from Toledo. Just talk about what you've seen from him this offseason. Ray J's uh, uh, an old school type player uh, as an old school game, meaning uh, um, really fundamentally sound, uh, makes all the right passes, reads, really pitches the ball ahead. Um, a joy to coach. He's been in two great programs at Boise State, Boise State and Toledo, learned a lot from those staffs, and he's won. Um, he's used to winning, comes from a great family. He's a great fit for Baylor University. All right, talking about Ray J. Dennis, we had him on, and Aaron, we'll share that again because uh, uh, that was a day I think we were doing a bunch of live look-ins and, and uh, we were focused on baseball uh, Monday, and so we need to reissue that. Ray J. Dennis, and we'll share that maybe tomorrow. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. It's another busy day today, getting you ready for first pitch, 7.03 tonight. Now here you'll hear the Baylor Coaches Show, of course, uh, right here on ESPN central texas and uh that'll be that'll be good we got uh coach moore and coach scrivano on tonight but uh aaron that was interesting to hear scott drew saying that he and rodney terry did he say they'd already talked about it uh maybe extending uh, i sound like there'll be some discussion about trying to play in the future I mean, I, I kind of understood some of the football people that have kind of said to heck with Texas and OU, if you want to leave, we don't, you know, we're not really going to help you with scheduling. I think Tech had more of the approach of we'd like to continue to play Texas because their fans wanted to play Texas. I, I don't know what Baylor, I mean, I don't know how you could watch what happened out there the other night, Baylor against Texas in football, and be dying to play them again. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll miss them in some ways, but part of me says good riddance and we're not going to help you try to schedule or give you some kind of marquee game. Go find your own game. Go find somebody else across the country. Uh, maybe that's selfish. Maybe I shouldn't be that way, but I kind of am. And I'm kind of to heck with OU. Nobody wants to watch Baylor and OU because OU is barely competitive. Now, people might like to watch Baylor and Texas in the future, and I'm fine with it. But let's wait a year or two, okay? Let them go find some other people to play, and then maybe they can get together. Or maybe they could do one of those showcases 
in New York City or whatever. The one I've got my eye on is Duke. Uh, Duke and Baylor, December 20th. Uh, I just feel like by then the Bears will kind of start to figure out who they are a little bit. You'll be closer to conference, and you could get a really good – you get a good crowd, good atmosphere, New York at Christmas time. I mean, that's a game that's, – that's something we all need to do. I keep meaning to bring that up, Aaron. Do we need to – does that sound like I, – I, will we be working that week, Aaron? Do you think ESPN Central Texas will just give us a couple of weeks off around Christmas? Doesn't that sound <laughs> like them? Yeah, I, I think that's the plan. Fellas, y'all just take about two, three weeks off and go enjoy your Christmas. No, I, I, that would be fun to be out there and be a part of that. Really interesting to see McCaslin there. Grant McCaslin, now coaching Tech, uh, one of my old fraternity brothers at Baylor. Jerome Tang, our good friend at Kansas State. Now, Scott, so it's like Baylor's supplied three of the Big 12 coaches. Aaron, other than Houston, I, I think we'd be lying if we thought we knew anything about these other schools, right? BYU, we kind of know because they've been decent. They've gone to the tournament a couple times, and they they just you know almost beat Gonzaga every once in a while, but usually end up getting beat anyway. Uh, I like that coach. He's real tall. He's about 6'10". Mark Pope, I think he played at Kentucky. Kind of like him. Um, Dawkins is kind of like, whatever. I think UCF's going to get obliterated this year and then decide if they need to go get a new coach or not. I mean, that sounds kind of mean, but I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. Cincinnati's interesting because great history. This Wes Miller, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I, they, if they could get those two transfers in, they might be okay. But both of those have been denied. Two of their big time transfers because their second, their, this is their second school, and so they're right now the NCAA is holding them up. They're going to try to appeal it, but we don't know. And then who's the other one, Aaron? That I'm missing. Um, Cincinnati, BYU, UCF, and then Houston, of course. And Houston will be. A power. I mean, they're going to come in and they're going to be tough to compete with. That said, Houston's going to have at least five losses in this conference. Um, how many games? And, and then next year, they're talking about even going to an expanded conference schedule in the future and playing 20 conference games. This year, Aaron, how many are there? 18? Does that sound about right? 18 conference games. So Houston will go... Houston will go about 12 and 6 in this conference. It still may be great and be a, like a 2 seed or a 3 seed. But that you just don't um or may, who knows? Maybe they'll maybe they'll only lose 4 games, but they're they're really really good, but the the mixing in the Temple or the SMU or whoever else it was, that's going to stop happening and that's going to change things. Okay. It is time for something we call Campus Confidential. It's, uh, it's a uh, heavily promoted and heavily sponsored uh, segment. It is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports. The Lorena Leopards improved to 4-0 in district play with a 27-17 win over Rockdale. Coach, it was a good night passing for your quarterback, Caden Roberts, with Jaden Porter on the other side of most of those passes. 
Yes. No, they had a, had a good night. Uh, unfortunately, we got had one penalty. Uh, probably could have been a little bit better, but we had one call back with penalty uh, that uh, probably would have helped break the game open a little bit more for us. But, uh, yeah, overall, they did a really good job. And uh, as always, our offensive line's done a good job giving Caden time to throw the ball, and he's able to find some of our receivers. On the defensive side, Benjamin Lena and Colin Hill stood out for you, didn't they? Yeah, Colin, Colin has uh, been been steady for us uh, all year. He's playing great job, doing a great job on defense. Had a big pick, a strong tackler for us. Uh, great cover guy, doing a great job on the offensive side of the ball as well. And then uh, Ben Lina, uh, we moved him up about three weeks ago, and he's just getting better uh, week by week and uh, has a knack for uh, finding the football and, and running hard to get there. Well, quite possibly the district championship is up for grabs this Friday at Franklin. What will you? What will it take to slow down that Lions wing T offense? Well, I mean, it, it's what we talk to our kids. I mean, you, you have to – Stop that. You've got to be disciplined. You got to be disciplined, stay at home, read your keys. And then uh number one thing is you gotta be physical. A lot of people have not been physical. It's a physical style of offense. And uh you've got to match that with some physicality on the defensive side and just be uh sure tacklers and don't give up uh, any big easy plays there. So we're gonna be very disciplined and physical. Uh so it's pretty uh pretty simple uh game plan uh, on that standpoint. It's just a matter of getting out there and executing it. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball! The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Coriel, and McLennan counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas. FDIC insured and equal housing lender. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Payment for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD delivery details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Over 90 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for what you do. And uh, we've got another major guest coming up, 5 o'clock, J.J. Joe. Long time. He was my classmate at Baylor. He was a great quarterback for the Bears. And always brings tremendous perspective on what the Bears need to do and what they're doing. And even though he does, he, you know, he works for the university in some ways for the, uh, the uh, our flagship station. Uh, J.J. always tells it like it is, and I appreciate that about him. Uh, okay, let's uh, uh, let's get into some Campus Confidential. Aaron, where do you have us starting today? We will start with Big 12 football. Kansas State coach Chris Kleiman plans to use both veteran Will Howard and freshman Avery Johnson at quarterback going forward after the freshman standout came on against Texas Tech last weekend and matched a school record with five touchdown runs. The Wildcats were struggling moving the ball against the Red Raiders with Howard, who replaced the injured Adrian Martinez last year and led the team to a Big 12 championship. But the freshman Johnson energized the team and led them to a 38-21 win over the Red Raiders. He's got great hair. Got the (laughs) kind of red hair that hangs out of there. Mm -hmm. He's fast. I mean, he just – he does stuff around the goal line – that you can't really coach. I mean, I, I, I literally turned on that game and thought Howard was hurt or or maybe this was like a little red zone package they put in. And, and in, at some point I'm like, no, this guy's like really good. And at some point his stats, he'd like run all the way down the field and maybe threw one pass. He was like one for a, one for 11 <laughs> yards. I don't know exactly what he finished with. Did you just have those stats in front of you, Aaron? I 
It's not like he threw the ball that much. I, I guarantee you he didn't. But goodness gracious, he's fun to watch. And you talk about energizing a program. If you can put some kind of dual threat dude in there. Now, I'm a little worried about this Emory Jones uh, from Cincinnati on Saturday. But now Emory can move around, but he's more of a sling it around, try to throw it downfield. He did not get it done against Iowa State. I, I got I to gotta say, man, I admire these teams when they have these quarterbacks show up after losses because they get all the praise when their teams win, but a lot of times they get blame, and they need to know how to handle that after games. And I made it a point to go back and watch that Cincinnati quarterback after that loss because, I mean, you know, if you – if you're the quarterback, I, I again, I always want to hear from the quarterback, win or lose, after those games. And I understand, for whatever reasons, you choose different people after games. Uh, but I kind of liked that they brought that kid in there after a tough loss. And he was down, but he was, man, he was up front. He was forthright. And I, I don't know. I just kind of watched that post game of Cincinnati and kind of came away with some more admiration for that kid, Emory Jones. Now, again, it's not like any of these quarterbacks ever turn it down. It's whoever the SID goes to and says, here's who I want to talk. Okay, we're gonna, uh, we need you to talk after this game. And then they bring them in there. So it's not like these quarterbacks are like, I don't want to talk. It's whoever they choose. I just admire some of these kids that get up there after. And Baylor, too. Um, I'm trying to think who they brought in recently. Devin Lemire. Monterey after a tough loss. I mean, they get their they get their teeth knocked in by Tech, and Monterey comes up there and man, he hit that thing head on. It was like, hey, we got some people up here that are just along for the ride. All right, way to go, man. Way to go, Monterey. I mean, he, I, I, I really, and I mean, again, is that what Baylor wanted him to say? Maybe not, but I, I admired him. I admired his honesty and how genuine he was in a losing effort the other night. Uh, okay, Aaron, continue, sir. You were asking about Avery Johnson's game against Texas Tech, the freshman yeah. quarterback in Kansas State. Eight of nine passing for 77 yards on the ground, 13 carries for 90 yards and five touchdowns for a healthy <laughs> 6.9 per carry average. Pretty, pretty impressive. You should have seen the sideline. I mean, I, 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 and I, I felt a little bit for Howard because that guy's a really good quarterback. But you talk about galvanizing a fan base and a sideline and a team. I mean, that's why I keep saying everybody wants everybody fired at Baylor. Like, you're always like one performance away from like, wow, okay, well, we think differently now. Or one breakout performance. I mean, like, what if they run up and down the field and knock the dog out of Cincinnati? We're going to feel better. Now, of course, they could come home and play poorly, homecoming or whatever, and, and we, we think differently. But there's no reason in the world why Baylor couldn't win two straight games and get to 4-4. Four and four. They really couldn't. I mean, they really could do that. Mm-hmm. But right now, after that Tech game, everybody's like, well, season's over. Fire everybody. Well, okay. I mean, I, I get that. I get that fans are upset, but I'd kind of like to see how these things uh, – how they play out, Avery Johnson. 
Aaron, isn't that funny? You can't hear that name without thinking of like the Mavs. Yeah, the expert you know? and ex Mavericks coach. <laughs> well, this kid, man, watch him if you get a chance. I don't know who K State. They don't have in front of me who they play this weekend or who they have. Whoa, this kid's fun. He's fast, and he just shocked whoever they played. Was that Tech? Texas Tech. Yes. Man, I wish Baylor had like some kind of super secret. <laughs> little, little, again, I love shape, don't get me wrong, but just some change of pace QB who would race around out there like the old Matt Clark, the old Baylor old timers will go, yeah, yeah, Mosley, I remember him, or Alan Rice. Grant used to love the red zone quarterback or the, or the, you know, the goal line, he'd put somebody in, and I'm sure that irritated Mickey and Cody and all those guys, but Tom Mickey, I'm talking about, and Cody Carlson. But they would run in there with Matt. Um, oh, man, that, the guy from Corsicana. And and then he would he would run one in. And then they, Alan Rice, who ended up playing for the Minnesota Vikings, a running back, he would line up at quarterback. And uh, those were some fun times. All right, sir. Big 12 basketball media days this week. And Commissioner Yormark. Has told the media that the Big 12 is preparing to play 20, a 20-game 20 conference schedule in men's basketball and an 18-game women's schedule when the league loses Texas and Oklahoma to the SEC but welcomes in Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado next year from the Pac-12. Commissioner Yormark said, quote, for basketball it's looking like a 20-game schedule and 18 for women is in our future. And on the football front, we're still working diligently as well. Our schedule is being guided by a few parameters, including geography, competitive balance, historic matchups, and rivalries. Did we get any Gonzaga Gonzaga talk? We haven't. I don't know if the anyone Zags. asked him. I'm sure someone asked him, but I haven't haven't seen any news stories on him reacting to it. He may yeah, have. we may have more for you tomorrow. I love this kind of stuff. I like hearing from the commissioner. Um, I like, you know, like I'm looking at Rothstein right now, John Rothstein, 25 impact freshman for the 2023-24 college season. I don't like the news story today that Syracuse coach Jimmy Bayheim is finalizing an agreement to join ESPN for the C. I mean, it's like Bob Knight was on ESPN. He was cranky. He wasn't that great. Bayheim will be the same way. He's whiny. He treated the media horribly, and yet the media is like, hey, Jim, would you like to come, come work for us? us? <laughs> yeah, please. Jeez. I got zero interest in that. Um, I was looking for some more because earlier today, somebody had a report that this Zag stuff had jumped up again. All this Zags talk. And I and so that got me, that got me all thinking. I was looking to see if, if Rothstein had some of that, but... I, I sense that a lot of the ADs don't want to do it, you know, but Brett keeps coming back to it, maybe for 24, 25. I mean, let's, you know, it'll be like six of the sports. So, I mean, I find, I find it interesting. It's maybe a little overkill. Like, I don't really think the conference has to have Gonzaga. I mean, you're getting Arizona – Arizona State, Colorado's, I think, pretty decent at men's hoops right now. You know, I, I just doesn't 
doesn't do that much uh, for me. Uh, I, I, I mean, it would be fun. It would be fun, but I mean, I, I don't know how much they add in terms of the bottom line. They're a great brand. They're an incredible basketball program. And as I've said before, what they've done with the, um, this, all the trips to the Sweet 16 in a row is one of the most amazing things in all of sports. Because now, Aaron, what have they made? Eight straight trips to the Sweet 16? I mean, we would kill for that. I mean, Baylor's been unbelievable under Scott Drew. But they've never, they, you know, none of these Big 12 teams have come close to that. Maybe Kansas has, a pretty good, has had a pretty good streak at one point. But that's insane what the Zags have done. Um, so, anyway, we'll keep our eye I did on find that. Someone asked yeah. him. He, it was pretty, pretty quick. He just said, there's nothing imminent with respect to expansion. And moved on to the next question. Nothing imminent from uh, the commissioner on that front. All right, it is the Mosley Show, and we're gonna we're gonna move right into the five o'clock hour with Baylor legend and the uh, analyst for radio over on that sports network with John Morris and Ricky Thompson. It is JJ Joe that is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're Real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. All right, um, I've said this before, but I really, I really believe this, and I'm hearing the feedback from folks that are using QC Kinetics can change your life. It's advanced regenerative medicine. Uh, it takes your body's own concentrated healing properties and puts it right into your joint uh, to restore and repair damaged tissue. 
that could be causing all of that pain. And uh, it's a it's a really great alternative. And unlike surgery, no downtime with QC treatments. Imagine as we get into the, the holiday season, we get toward November, moving around pain free, doing things you love again, walking, hiking, playing with grandkids. Call QC Kinetics and see how the latest advances in precision regenerative medicine can attack your pain and bring you lasting relief. Now's the best time to get started. Okay, it's 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? (laughs) That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. At Bush's Chicken, we understand how stressful life can be at times. There's work, getting kids to and from school, ball games, and other extracurricular activities. That's why we make ordering at Bush's Chicken quick and easy with the fastest drive through service you will ever experience. You can leave the cooking to us, save time, and still feed your family a solid meal. On your way home, stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show into the 5 o'clock hour. Baylor legend J.J. Joe joining us now. And uh, JJ, always great to talk to you. Are you um, are you excited for this Rangers Astros game three? I mean, right there in your backyard, where you grew up, there in Arlington, Texas, at Globe Life. It's going to be rocking tonight. It's going to be a great scene. Uh, have you? Will you prioritize this evening and be and be watching most of this one? Hey, Mose, I, I appreciate you recognizing that I'm an Agtown type guy, right? I, mm-hmm. I actually call them uh, the Randall Mill Rangers. 
All right, because <laughs> the, the stadium, both of them, are technically right there on Randall Mill, right? Yes. Um, and when I was growing up, I used to go to the boys' club. It was then the boys' club, now it's boys and girls' club, and we would get we would get the free tickets for the getaway game that nobody wanted to go to, like in June at at like two o'clock, and that was at Old Turnpike Stadium, my friend. And so I, you know, I am not a huge baseball fan. But I am definitely a Rangers fan. Trust me. So I'm looking forward to it. And the only reason I probably won't watch the whole thing tonight is because, man, it's budget season. I'm working on budget seat, budget stuff at work. <laughs> oh, man. could I, I'd like to ask you so much about that budget. I know our listeners would love to kind of hear about that. <laughs> hey, man, this is it's exhilarating. Let me, let me tell you. Hey, the Rangers, the Rangers are just right, at least during this time of year with, like, the ALCS going on. They're just a notch below Baylor, okay? And to be frank, I got to be honest, Baylor and the Rangers are still just a notch below the Cowboys. Just, you know, I grew up with Roger Dodgers, so that's just how it is, man. So you were happy to see that Chargers win, Cowboys kind of get it going again. Dak looked okay, and Dak kind of moving around, got out of the pocket a little bit extended some plays now jj he's got to hit that wheel route to to pollard okay i mean that's that is a that is not a pass that jj joe would have missed back in the day whoever would have been running that out of the backfield um there's no way i mean that that's a pass he has to hit but for the most part it had to be nice for you to see dak running again because it seems like the team functions better when when he moves around and when he actually kind of imposes his physical strength on a defense. I know maybe it gives some people pause, but I just think everything functions better when he does that. Hey, now what what is the saying that create creativity is the mother of necessity or something like that? A necessity is the mother of creativity, whichever mm-hmm. one. I forget yeah. which one it is. You're the second. Um Yeah, yeah, except there you go. So like to me, like there's a reason Tom Brady was great in the pocket. Tom couldn't outrun a sundial. Peyton Manning couldn't outrun a sundial, right? But for those guys to become great, they had to become precise passers, staying in the pocket, very cerebral, very, very precise. For guys who have a certain level of athleticism, um, right, you know, it takes them a while a lot of times because they have not had to just sit back there. A lot of them, they could just take off running. So, Dak has always been a guy who can move, and he has to understand that it's not my job to be a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. It's my job to score points, man. You know what I'm saying? And when they score more points, like, you know, who do we play most? Like the San Francisco like three weeks ago? Two weeks, weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't, you know, we, we score, what, 10 points? We need Dak to move around, man. I like I like seeing that, let me put it that way. Need Mike McCarthy to maybe – try to actually score a touchdown at the end of the first half. I mean, that, that was that was kind of embarrassing the other night to kind of wind the clock down to three seconds when you had timeouts and you could take a shot at the end zone. Can you imagine? I mean, Grant, I guess, did do that to you your freshman year a little bit. <laughs> See, I knew but... you were going there. See, I'm not going to come on the radio and talk about my man. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that I mean, Dak handled it well. But I, if I, think about that as Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that, and their coach did, and coach said, "Oh no, we're not going to take a shot at the end zone. We're going to take this field goal down here." I mean, how 
I was just thinking about some of those quarterbacks over the years. I mean, they would have been they Philip Rivers. What if they'd done that to Philip Rivers? Hey, Philip, sorry, man. We're not going to take a shot at the end zone here. We're going to kick this field goal. I mean, I did, did. Did you think that was crazy the other night, like I did? Well, let me just say, the coaches are. You know, I mean, it's like this. It's like it's it's, it's you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't, right? Uh-huh. Because sometimes if you take those chances, then something bad goes happens, and people say, "Hey, man, why don't you just stay conservative and kick the field goal? Just get some points and go in the half, whatnot, or whatever." Um, because we all saw that though. Was that the uh, was it Miami? The Miami game mm-hmm. where the coach should have just he should have just simply just took a knee and he wanted to prove how how dominant they were. Yes. Against Georgia Tech, we remember that as Baylor fans, don't we? Absolutely. So, yes. so sometimes as a coach, man, you just sometimes you just want to be conservative, and they are conservative by nature. So, I get it. I get it. And um, you know, you know, McCarthy is trying to. I think he's trying to, like, you know, help Dak get out of that. You know, that uh, that you know turnover bugaboo, whatever we call it, just stay safe. And but eventually they're gonna have to make plays. But you know, I understand it. Are you hopeful for Baylor? I mean, they're not going to get any new players. Maybe they can run some new plays, but they got, they're got they going on the road. Aranda came right out and said, well, we need to throw the ball. You know, we need to throw it to open up the run, which is kind of interesting. You know, most coaches don't come out and tell you, yeah, we're going to come out and throw it on first down. But he basically said that the other day at his, at his media session. We've got to throw it early to try to open up the run game. They've been uh, non-competitive in two of those home games. Offense is not getting the job done. What are you what have you seen and does that what Aranda was saying the other day does that resonate with you? Uh, it, it resonates with me. I, I I love coach Aranda, man. I think he's very transparent. Now, you know, you people think well you shouldn't tell anybody because they'll figure out trust me. Cincinnati has enough data after six weeks on Baylor to know exactly what they want to do, how they want to do it, which sets they run, what plays out of, all that stuff. The the scouting that they do is in the video and what they watch. The, it, they have that. So 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 I think what Coach Rand is saying is like, look, we recognize that we need to loosen defenses up and then run. Versus you know a couple of years ago, even last year, we had the those horses up front that were experienced, too, some of those guys in the league, that we could probably try to lead with the run. And in 21, when we won the championship, not only did we have the horses up front, Mose, we had the runner. I mean, you know, Abram, we, we didn't really understand how how special Abram was to have the ability to be physical and outrun people. Uh, and then you could bring in Tristan, and he could just outrun people. So, so I understand what he's saying. I'm very hopeful to answer your question. I'm I'm a Baylor fan through and through. I'm an alum like you, man. I'm a letterman. And I want to see him do well. And I want to see him figure it out. And, and you know, we hey, we have the team and the players we have. Uh, and I think, to be honest with you, we have enough of the players in the right spot to at least, you know, have a winning season. But to make that happen, what has to happen, Mo, you know, we've been watching the games. You have to play just sound football. And I'll say this. This is a long answer. I watched Iowa State. I thought Iowa State would win two games this year. All the players they lost, they had the gambling stuff going on. I watched Iowa State and Cincinnati. Iowa State is four and three. You know why they're four and three? Because they play disciplined, sound football. 
They don't beat themselves. And all of those guys are pulling in the same direction. And they're, they're two lanes away from being bowl eligible on a team that everybody thought would be lucky to win two games this year. So, Hey man, I'm hopeful. And I hope we just, we, those, those days off helped us out a lot. Doesn't it feel to me, it feels like six wins would be a miracle at this point. And again, everything looks bleak right now, two and four, but you're talking about having a possible winning season, which would get it to what six and six and maybe have a chance at a bowl. I mean, I think that's kind of what you're trying to to squint and see and try to have some optimism. I I, I don't know. I I hope so. And maybe going on the road (laughs) can help this team. We saw what happened late against UCF. There was no carryover. I'm just tired of hearing this stuff of how good they look in practice. Okay, you guys back in the day with all your big, you know, great players and defense and Big Cat and Santana may have looked like Super Bowl, but you also brought some of that to the field on Saturdays. Nobody wants to hear any more of that. Well, what, we're, we've looked so great in practice, we can't take it to the field. That, that, I mean, like, you've got to stop. He can't say anything like that anymore, uh, at least from, from my seat on this. And, and, again, they have to go out – and prove it. Uh, it'll, it'll, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I do like that you're somewhat uh, hopeful about this. Are the runners on this team capable? Like Dom Richardson has been playing through something, but he does seem yeah, powerful, yeah. right? Richard Reese is more of a quick hitter, uh, you know, get up the field kind of guy. Do, do they have the horses? I, I, I guess I don't really know if they do. And, and do they have the horses at receiver? Because some weeks I'm like, yeah. And in some weeks, I'm like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, Mo, that, that, that's all good stuff. And don't get me wrong, man. It's, it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not all just kind of rosy-colored glass. I'm hopeful, not just because I'm an analyst as an alum and letterman. I'm hopeful because I, I, when you watch the game, uh, like I've watched the game, uh, there's just some things that are just what I would call busts. And uh, bus that I, you know, to me are not really. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, bus on defense, where we just don't have a person there. We can chalk some of that up to youth uh, stuff that I hope the off week helps. Uh, and I'm with you. You know, I think I, I wrote this in an article. I said, hey, look, coach, coach has to just be honest with them and stop saying, hey, look, this is new and who we are, and say, yes, this is who we are. We're two and four because this is how we played the last six games. We have a reset week. And we have opportunity. And Mose, hey, I'll ask you this. Our team has not shown us yet that they can go out and be consistent yet. Um, but I would say Baylor's about to play another two and three or two and four team, Cincinnati. It's going to be on the road, so it's going to be tough. We then get to come home and play an improved, but at home, Iowa State team. It's not going to beat themselves. Uh, we'll probably be underdogs, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but we probably will. On our schedule, we still have Houston who in them on, on their own way, they had a great win the other night, but they're trying to figure themselves out. And then, of course, we still have TCU who's been up and down. It's at home, and they're always a tough. So if you look at our six games, and I look through it, and if you tell me, like, if these guys can at least play average to sound football, we can't win, go four and two, it's possible. Now, what I predicted, based on what I've seen, I would not predict it, but it is – there won't be a game, Mose, where we go out there and we're, we're probably underdogs by – 10 points or something, or even a touchdown. We'll probably go out there and it's six points, five points or whatnot, and there's an opportunity. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, man, they, they're able to pull some through. 
and we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I like that. Rose-colored glasses, some of Dion's kind of – you would look good in those Dion shades. You know, I like some shades. <laughs> hey, I like a pair Rose, of shades. Those, you, have, you have those shades I like. What games over the next six weeks, because they're all consecutive, do you think we're just going to be huge underdogs in? I mean, huge, um, huge I mean like double digits. Shouldn't be. Remind me, is K-State oh, – I'm that just trying to think because they don't one. play either Oklahoma. K-State, that's rough. They play K-State they, there. Yeah, that's a rough one, and they put that new quarterback in, and he's running all over everybody. But that may <laughs> so be K-State, the only okay. one – I'm not disagreeing, you, K-State. Yeah. That's a good yeah. one on the road. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the only one where you're just like, you know, maybe not a – TCU with this new quarterback – is a little scary. All right, they did yeah, look they, better. This guy's a what is he a redshirt freshman though? Was he a freshman? Red yeah. Freshman. Um, I he's Hoover is like a redshirt freshman, I think, or maybe okay. even a true gotcha. freshman. All right, gotcha. so I if that bothers me going to that place because I hate okay. going there. I, I agree. So much. It's a tough place for us. Yeah. So maybe those those two games kind of stand out, and I can't think of anybody else that you're just totally. Scared of? I can't right. believe there's yeah, even that many games left. We have to show consistency. We have to. We have to come show some consistency, which we haven't shown. But I think Baylor will have the opportunity in four of the six games at least. Because I do agree, Fort Worth is tough for us. It'll be an opportunity, but it's tough for us. And Manhattan is a tough place for us against yeah. a solid team. So, yep. I, I I could see the Iowa State kids getting distracted if there's a good over under on the game. Or a line they like. Okay. Right. <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> I can see. I'm hoping the Cyclones make a few bets that week. All right. And we see if we could get into some of that. But hey, uh, look at Moses. Look at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. They are the Jekyll and Hyde of the Big 12. Did they lose to South Alabama? They're awful. They were awful. Yeah, and they have turned around in one two exactly. straight. You're absolutely Those right. Those guys have beaten Kansas State at home, and who else? They just they just beat somebody the other day. They beat Kansas. Kansas. They beat Kansas. Golly! And I don't that understand. Tells me it can I, be done. That tells me it's possible. I, I know. I know. It just <laughs> when you're not competitive against these natural rivals over the years at right, home, right. Right. it's demoralizing, and and we all have trouble. Uh, getting back up from it, and hopefully the team you're right, you're right. did some good things during the bye week. I mean, did you do anything during the bye week to kind of clear your head? I mean, because you were you were obviously more optimistic than I am. I love your attitude today. I mean, did you go anywhere <laughs> or do anything with your time, or just kind of hang with the fam? Hey man, let me tell you what happened. Okay, I got to hang out, you know, with the with the misses for a weekend, I, and I got to flush. That's a good thing. Uh, and I got to watch, you know, I did watch a little Cincinnati, uh, Iowa State, because those are our next two opponents. Uh, that was good. I didn't watch that whole thing because it kind of got out of hand late. Uh, but what what happened, Mose, what really happens with my outlook is that the Rangers had won like six straight, so that helps. And then the Cowboys won. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Yeah, and if Baylor <laughs> could win, I mean, we really could Boy, get on a roll. Oh, Cowboys, man, if Baylor can win this yeah. Saturday, you don't understand, man. I'm, I'm be pretty good. Cowboys can't lose. They're off. They've got to buy, so they can just exactly. sit home and hope that uh, hope the Eagles lose again. Okay, root against the Eagles. That's pretty easy. Hey, I got a place in Cincinnati for you called the Montgomery Inn. 
Now, they're Montgomery. known for their ribs, and I went there for a Cowboys-Cincinnati game. You can sit right there on the river, have a nice view of whatever river that would be, Ohio River, I mean, I'm just guessing, uh, right there in uh, in downtown Cincinnati, okay? So give that, okay. just okay, kind of keep gotcha. that in mind. Hey, I will, and, I, and hopefully that'll be – now, I, I will say this about the game coming up, is that what I'm hoping – is at the energy level. I'm, I'm always going to talk about what I would call obvious things. And, I mean, to me, the obvious thing has to be, right, the leaders of this team and the coaches of this team, they, they just – it's important for whatever the – for them to bring energy and they bring it early because, you know, what happens most is if, if you go up here and you're two and four and there's no positive energy or positive something that happens early, you turn into that here we go again. And that's what I'm going to be watching early. Is that is this team ready to play? Because if we're not, we may get more of what we've seen. But if we are, we'll at least have an opportunity to be in that game late. All right. I like that kid from Cincinnati coming out after the game, after a tough loss, and that's what you used to do. Face the media, even after a tough loss. I like that. I'd like to see a little more of that uh, around here. But uh, I, I, And, again, it's not, it's not anything he's shirking from. I just like it when these teams bring – the quarterback to the podium because they get all the praise in the wins and you know they know how, they got to know how to handle the adversity and they're such huge leaders so anyway it's a point i made earlier i don't know if you agree with me or not on it but no, i just kind of i say yeah. those, i i you know sorry about it. i i do agree with that because i mean to me uh shaping is your leader and i i don't know i don't know i know we get different guys they tell us who we're going to get after game but Chapin is the guy who's the leader of this team, and I think you're right. For the quarterback, I mean, they don't ask me. I think the quarterback, no matter what, you typically got to get him out there because he is the guy. Like you said, if you win, you know, he's normally going to be the one credited. But if you lose, you just kind of want him to be out front. So, um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're telling Blake, you know, hey, don't worry. We got these two guys coming today. Don't worry about it. But I think it's always good to hear from the quarterback. I really do. Okay. All right. We're on the same page as usual. No, I'm with you. JJ, you and I have tend to be on lockstep, even in theological <laughs> matters. We both agree on similar budgets. Uh, but uh, all right. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Always fun catching up with you. Thanks for doing this. All right, my man. There he goes, the great JJ Joe. You'll hear him on Saturday's call. That's an early kick. That's at 11 a.m. J.J. Joe. You'll hear all the pregame, of course, right here at ESPN Central Texas a couple hours before. Derek and the whole gang. John, it'll be a, gr- it'll be a good time. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We uh, continue on. Micah Parsons said some things on his podcast that have really gotten everybody fired up. We'll let you hear from Micah. We'll respond next. Baylor Bear football is headed to the Queen City for its first ever Big 12 matchup with the Cincinnati Bearcats this Saturday. 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 11 a.m. kickoff this Saturday. Join John, JJ, and Ricky from Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati for all the play-by-play of the Bears and the Bearcats right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's that time of year, and these deals are getting spooky good. This month at Allen Samuels in Waco, during Jeep Adventure Days, you can get 10% off MSRP on all trim levels on all new Jeep Compasses, Gladiators, Renegades, and on the all-new Grand Cherokees except Laredos. You heard that right, 10% off MSRP. We've got a great selection of inventory to choose from, and we're making big deals. Hurry in. These won't last long. Come see what Allen Samuels in Waco can offer you and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh-squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com listen to the matt mosley show online at syntechsportsfan.com your modern day general store is mcgregor general store they are an official purina feed dealer and they have deer protein deer corn and deer feeders mcgregor general store has a large inventory of new fashionable clothing items for men and women serapi collection purses bags boots shirts and jeans from wrangler ariat and cinch and ladies ariat boots and roper shoes go by and say hello to courtney amy and the gang at mcgregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor and at McGregorGeneralStore.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, as we continue on and we're getting you ready. Game three of the ALCS. So exciting. Max Scherzer on the mound. Our, you know, this, I, I, I don't know, uh, Christian Javier for the Astros, hard to know what to expect. They need him. It's a big spot. Astros have to get off to a, a quick start. I mean, I think they are, I mean, they are desperate to do kind of what the Rangers have been doing is and get a couple of runs early and apply a little pressure. Rangers have led after exactly like, one inning this entire postseason. There's like one inning that they let that they were down. And one at one time they were down 2-0 to Baltimore. I think that was game two. And they just immediately came back and put like a five spot on them or whatever it was. That I think that was a game here where they put like a they got a nine two lead in that game. So it's gonna be fun tonight to see what Scherzer has if you're just joining us and you haven't been with us today what are you, where have you been we've had some great interviews Aaron that JJ Joe thing was so good we might ought to think about reissuing that Friday wow wow he he was good he's always fun he's trying to and he keeps it real he's trying to paint a picture where the Bears could get have a winning season and I see his point Aaron it's not a bad point he's basically saying which of these teams are you saying is going to run over Baylor? Well, again, we said maybe K-State. Maybe even the Frogs, In as much as I hate to admit that, in Fort Worth, if this quarterback keeps playing well, their personnel seems to be a little better. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Frogs. Aaron, any other games? Because I was having trouble thinking of the other ones. Iowa State, Baylor, it should be kind of a pick em. Both those teams, Baylor may be favored by a point or two. Who knows? Iowa State may be favored by a point or two. Any other games, Aaron, you can think of on the schedule, Baylor should be favored at home against the Houston Cougars. Although Houston had that huge win last week. Any other game you can think of, Aaron, where you're just like, Baylor doesn't have a chance? No. Would you agree that Baylor in Manhattan is a tall order? Yes, they would have to play their best game. What about Baylor at TCU? 
They would have to play Tall better than order. they have, but that's a winnable game. I mean, TCU is not near what they were last year. They've had some, not as many as Baylor, but they've had some bad losses as well. Yeah, that, that one would scare me a bit. Uh, they need to get things right. <clears throat> it needs to happen at Cincinnati. If Cincinnati is desperate for a win, Bears are desperate for a win, let's see, and let's see what Dave Aranda has done in terms of talking to some of his assistants. Mac Rhodes demanded some answers and basically has said that what we're doing, this path we're going down right now, this, this, is, this is not sustainable. This does not work. I mean, what happened against Tech? where you run the ball 30 times for 17 yards or whatever it was, or maybe it was 17, eh. I mean, it was whatever it was was rough. I mean, Grimes saved the whole season in 2021 when he showed up. He put in that offense, uh, and, and again, they had Abram Smith, but it can't just be about, oh, they had Abram Smith. Now, that year they had the incredible defense. I get all that. But, again, I, don't, I think Grimes has shown he's a very creative coach. He didn't just like, oh, I'm just, oh, I've forgotten how to coach type deal. I don't think that happens. But I get it. He understands, just like everybody else, that if they keep going down this path, somebody's going to get fired. And is Dave Aranda going to fire his third coordinator in four years? I mean, that's not good. It's not good for stability. You just can't keep firing coordinators. At some point, they're going to turn around and go, well, what about the head coach? What about this head coach? We believe in him, but he can't get... He can't seem to get this thing right. All right, Aaron, I wanted to hear a little bit of this. Micah Parsons had some thoughts on his podcast. Now, Aaron, have you ever listened to the Micah Parsons podcast, or have you just listened to little bits and pieces of it? Just just clips on Twitter. I've never listened to the actual podcast. You don't like it quite as much as you like the Doomsday podcast with Mosley and Warder. Is that a safe bet? Correct. <laughs> okay. Uh I I think uh I, I, I think Parsons has done kind of a fun job with it. I think he's a he's a interesting, entertaining guy. I I th- I think what he said that's grabbed everybody's attention, especially after the losses of the Niners and the Eagles. First of all, you can't be talking about the Niners when the Niners put a uh, forty-two to ten beatdown. I mean, you just can't really. If you're from the Cowboys, you can't say much. But he thinks that hey, if you're going to give the Cowboys all that grief, why don't you give these big-time teams like the Eagles and 49ers some grief when they lose? When they lose a game. Now, again, never mind the fact they're both undefeated. But Aaron, let's listen in because here is. Our man Micah, what he said about the 49ers and the Eagles losing. I just don't condone the bashing of Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys and have the same energy for the Eagles. We want the same energy for everybody because there's a whole bunch of bashing when it's Dak Prescott, but not the same when it's the Eagles. I got time today. A lot of people said the Browns' defense was overhyped. I said the Browns are the real deal. Acho said this, which pissed me off. I'm not worried about the 49ers. They were missing Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel. 
The Browns were missing Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb. They were missing them key factors before the game even started. So why is it that we are just scrubs and we're nobodies that don't deserve to be on the field and we're just all talk? But there's a hundred excuses for these other these other teams. If y'all just want to hate Cowboys Nation, just say y'all hate Cowboys Nation. I'm tired of people trashing my quarterback. I'm tired of people trashing my team. And that's why I had nothing to say to the media this week. You want to hear me talk? Come to hear me talk on The Edge Monday night. And that's point blank period. <laughs> that's pretty great point blank period point blank period i like that aaron i'm going to start saying that after strong segments i'm going to end it with point blank period all right and um i again i, I admire i bet dax a little cringy on this because i'm sure he he appreciates his teammate where his heart is but he gets enough grief from all the the people out there, the national folks and everything. But he also is the Cowboys quarterback who makes over $40 million a year, lives a great life, and doesn't have to win playoff games. Literally. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, he's probably, if they won one playoff game, uh, he's going to end up, well, even if they don't, he's probably going to end up getting this enormous $50 million deal. So I don't know. Like, Aaron, do you wake up every day like, oh, man, I feel bad for Dak. I feel bad for all the stuff Dak takes. I mean, it's like this is everybody's dream to be in this position. Eight years in the league, you're going to take some flack. You play quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I I, mean, I, don't, I bet Dak, I bet he appreciates Micah, but sometimes when you do things like that, it just reinforces what everybody's saying. Because the backlash for this is going to be more people saying, oh, I mean, now Cowboys have, have rabbit ears. And he doesn't want he, – he wants people to stop giving it to the Cowboys. You got, I mean, you can't. It, it's I, li- I like where his heart is, and I, and I like hearing his commentary. But I, I, I would imagine Dak would be just fine without his teammates feeling the need to race to his defense. Dak's either going to break through at some point or he's not. Uh, and so, and then even Mike McCarthy today on, Aaron, we got so much stuff to run tomorrow. McCarthy said this on Mad Dog, and he says he's been around Joe Montana, Aaron Rodgers. Who else has he been around? You know, and he, and he just said nothing, or Brett Favre, nothing was even as close to the scrutiny in what Dak faces week to week now so that's probably true with whatever all happened with social media but what did all those quarterbacks do well they won super bowls and won huge games fairly early in their careers i bet rogers won it when he was probably 24 25 i bet Favre won his when he was 26 or 27 i joe montana aaron we'd have to check it probably won his first super bowl with the Niners when he was 20, what, 25, 26 years old. Dak is 30. So, that, that I mean, this is all uh, uh, what's happening. Now, Aaron, do you, do you sort of appreciate, though, the, um, what, the, the Micah take-up for Dak, and do you think there's any truth to what he's saying? Hey, why, why not give more grief to the, to the Eagles – and the 49ers when they lose. Yeah, I mean, he's technically right, but it just, it's like we've talked about, and you you mentioned a couple times already, it's part of being on the Dallas Cowboys. 
as popular as the Eagles and 49ers are, and they're probably in the top five as far as most popular NFL franchises, the Cowboys are still far and away number one. They're going to get the most attention, and they're going to get the most criticism. It's just the way it goes. It's not going to change. Yeah, and and the Eagles and the 49ers, and Aaron and I were listening to some of uh, um, Colin Cowherd earlier, and if we have time here, Aaron, let's uh, let's get ready to play this. He makes a point that I think is fair. The Eagles – Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Do we have time for it? Oh, no, no. Uh, no, do we, we don't have time, have time to. to... Okay. okay, we do not have. Uh, um, okay, I got you. I got you. We're going to have to break a little earlier here than I had anticipated. Uh, well, we have uh, Colin Cowherd had some interesting stuff that he said about today. And one of the things I kind of agree with on it is just the the Eagles having just gone to the Super Bowl. Having won a Super Bowl within, what, the last five years. The 49ers over the last 12 years have won something in the neighborhood of 16 or 17 playoff games. During that same time period, like the last 10, 15 years, Cowboys have won three wild card games. They cannot win a divisional game. And they have not done that in the past 28 seasons. Going on 29 seasons. So... If, if it doesn't feel like the Niners and the Eagles are getting all the hate that Micah seems like they deserve, it's because they've kind of gotten the benefit of the doubt. I mean, both of them started 5-0 and this season. Yeah, those are tough losses. But the, in the Niners' case, you lose McCaffrey and Debo in that game. Eagles were very uncharacteristic with Jalen Hurts throwing those interceptions. Should he be beat up for it? Sure. But he went to the Dagum Super Bowl last year. Dak hadn't sniffed the Super Bowl. So, I mean, there are reasons why certain teams and certain players catch more heat and grief than others. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. We continue on. We've got the, uh, the dismount next as we get you ready for ALCS Game 3. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. The Axtell Coaches Show with Craig Horn is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach, you get the victory over Italy uh, last week. How big were those turnovers? I know you had a fumble recovery that led to a TD and then a strip sack for a touchdown in the second half. Uh, how big of a turning point were those moments in the game? Well, they, they were huge. We we go in at halftime down 18-14, and, and two of our better players were, were out of the game. And, you know, we just talked at halftime that we needed to find something offensively to where we could control the, the tempo of the game. And defense was going to have to step up and get us a get us a couple of turnovers. And, you know, that's exactly what what, what happened. So, uh, yeah, it was huge. I mean, we, we go down and we score – you know, this, the first drive of the second half and then to get a, um, a strip sack and, and return for a touchdown, you know, kind of set the tone for the second half and gave us the ability to to control momentum with the run game instead of having to try to play from behind. So, yeah, it was, it was critical. Uh, it was well-executed play on, I believe it was fourth and 15, Coach. You run like a 
a double reverse, kind of flip it back to the quarterback, and he finds Tyson Mitchell in the end zone. Um, what in that moment kind of gave you guys the, I, I guess, the feel for uh, the the trickeration at that time in the game? Well, it, it, all week long we felt like we could manipulate things in the passing game and, and get vertical on them, and their DBs had eyes in the backfield, and we knew we could control kind of what they would do based on you know, route combinations, and that kind of all went away once, you know, we lose uh, lose those two guys. There was two of our, our vertical threat receivers were out of the ballgame, and so we're, we're kind of struggling to find something, but we knew we had, you know, had a little bit of a trick play that would allow us to get vertical on them, and so a lot of that was just, you know, watching video and seeing how, you know, Italy wasn't very disciplined with their eyes in the secondary and knowing that they would they would go with the first thing that flashed across their face. But it, it was good execution. It was a great ball by Levi. And then Tyson made a made a heck of a catch. So uh, you know, the kids executed when they when they had to and, and it resulted in a touchdown. Uh, last thing for you, how proud were you of, of Tyson and the O line kind of salting that game away late with a, a really big drive there to give you a two score lead? Well, Tyson, he's he is what he is. He's he's probably our best football player. He's a good kid. He's a quiet kid. He, he just comes to school every day and, and gives you his best and works hard and probably doesn't say two words while he does it. So <laughs> I'm proud of a good kid that, that's worked and had a great offseason and a great summer and things are, are going his way and, and – um, I know what he means to us. I know what the coaching staff thinks of him as a, not just as a football player, but as a young man. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Dynamic Fabrication Solutions specializes in industrial maintenance, structural steel fabrication, and erection, all forms of welding, and much more. Their team of qualified professionals have secured a sterling reputation in delivering high-quality products and outstanding customer service. They are committed to delivering the best product possible in an efficient manner so you can move forward with peace of mind. Dynamic Fabrication Solution LLC is the number one specialty contractor in Central Texas. For more information, dynamic-fs.com. 
Hey folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Would you like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium Touchdown Alley. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is time for the Dismount. we got to leave it with you. What a gorgeous evening. The uh, Metroplex tonight, beautiful weather, gorgeous ballpark. Shut the roof. MLB, shut the roof. Who knows? Maybe they'll... Be a sudden storm that moves into the area. and it. But that thing closes in a hurry. Gosh, so gorgeous. But maybe it's a little louder with that roof down. Um, all kinds of stuff coming up uh, for tonight's game. Now, you can listen to the Baylor Coaches Show here at 7 o'clock tonight. Joyce Gravano, Glenn Moore, my great friend, and John's good friend, will be on there, and uh, that'll be nice. So... Uh, boy, the Rangers are uh, getting closer to game time. Scherzer on the mound. Christian Javier going for the Astros. Let's see how this thing goes. I mean, at some point, the Rangers may lose a game in the postseason. It could be tonight. I hope it's not, though. And, uh, boy, it would be hilarious to sweep these Astros. But the only way you can do that is to get a win this evening going to be a lot of fun 703 is first pitch it's on fox we will see you tomorrow when we'll be reacting to it thank you aaron good night everybody it's time now for the modern media big 12 blitz modern media your full service advertising agency now here's the voice of the bears john morris everybody it's time for a check of big 12 football on today's modern media big 12 blitz Coming up, we'll look at the matchup in Manhattan this Saturday evening that's a rematch of last year's Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.
Come see why Green Eye Associates is voted best in Waco year after year. Enjoy exceptional service and care from Dr. Leanne Green alongside her dedicated optometrist and staff. Receive trustworthy insights on your eye health. Enjoy the impressive variety of contacts and eyewear and work with the most experienced optical 